What would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to Cheeky, Cheeky Love. Love. He's Mark. And she's Geo. All right, we got energy now. <laughs> I, uh, I'm feeling good. <laughs> You're feeling good. I'm feeling peppy. Yeah, well, we're back. We are back. We're drinking, uh, I got some green tea. Yeah, got some hot honey lemon uh, chamomile. Tastes yeah. very good. Very cozy. Yeah. Yep. Heating up the beverages, heating up the body, heating up the mic. It is Sunday. <laughs> Welcome back to Cheeky Love. We still haven't landed on like what the name of our like 10 listeners is. Our fans. Cheekers. No. They can name themselves. They need to send the they need to send us an email and te- designate what they would like us to yes. call them because realistically, I'm not doing no shit no more where it's like okay. you're going to tell me what to call you or what you're going to tell, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, just, it's, it's getting too much. Like, I just rather you tell me what you want to be called okay. rather than me having to stumble and then offend somebody, right. you so know, need, fuck it. We need a custom preferred pronoun Thank for you. cheeky love listeners. Send it into the Instagram, send an email. Yes, email um, Mark and Geo Dynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C. Uh, we're hungry for emails. Um, we're going to bring this up again later. Yeah. Um, yeah, send us a DM if you see a good one or if you know something that, you know, if you have a funny story that relates to the cheekiness of love yeah. that we have all hopefully had within our lives, yeah. then, you know, hopefully you have a good one. We're not going to stop harping on you to send us in a slap of the week for your partner or from a previous, I was saying this to a friend, even from a previous ended relationship. Now's your time to vent. Oh, talk your shit. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? We'll we'll keep you anonymous, but we'll say your ex's full name. And, and then we'll just out everybody. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. You know, yes. light that dumpster on fire. Right. That's yeah. Right. And then we'll talk about our podcast in the news. Yeah. Um, and uh, that will raise our Q rating. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm halfway to knowing what that means. <laughs> um, okay, sweetie pie, why don't you start off check-in? Uh, checking in? Um, I'm, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, regular degular, just going through it. Lots of, lots of shit to do at work, lots of busyness. It's the end of the year, and if you do work in any sort of an industry where you work with any sort of billing or anything or insurance, oh man, people want to use that bitch up all year round and especially at the end of the year it's depending on the industry like for me i work in dentistry so a lot of people it's like oh i want to do all my work now why can't i do it in two weeks and it's like well your shit's been bummed out for the past seven months Mm -hmm. weeks i don't know what you want me to do i can't move time sis so you know a lot of busyness with that kind of having to break people's hearts being like i'm sorry but no you're not going to be able to use up all your shit and get all your teeth done before christmas day (laughs) that would be nice (laughs) When the lab closes next week, I don't know what everyone's going to do. Get a little Christmas grill. Wish I could. Um, Yeah, so far so good. I got all my Christmas shopping done. This is the first time in all of my life that I have been, like when I do my own shopping, this is the first time I've actually finished before December 15th. I've never, ever gotten any of my Christmas shopping finished before literally the 23rd. Good for you. Let's high five it. Oh, that was loud. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. For the listener, I'm sorry. I, I should thought... like edit in a warning. 
I'm not going to do that. I'm too lazy. Honestly, your hands are really pudgy. I thought they would be like a softer slab. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, you got pudgy little hands. I, like I mean, they're I not do. little, but you know, you have like a mitten hand. I, soft I, and. I have been called mittens in the past, also sausage fingers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I got all my Christmas shopping done, which is great. Got all the gifts I hope, hope everyone likes. But if they don't, cool. I keep the receipts. Let's go. Send it back. And you get a kiss. Because I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm I, not going to go give a fucking walk around and figure shit out again. No way. I did set a precedent. I believe our first Christmas as a couple... Um, you did buy me a jacket that like was just kind of missed the mark. And yeah, it was too it was too trendy it for was you, too, too hype beast for you, See, here's too like, hype here's, beast like, for you. You're not a hype beast. I I am not. No, you're an old man. Yeah, I like I I fundamentally don't want to dress like a person who wants to think they're cool. Like you don't that. want to dress like anybody your age. Uh, no, 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 no. I think a lot of people dress like me. They're just like, you just, you just don't notice them. That's the thing. They just blend in. They're just normies. Like we're everywhere. You just don't notice us. And that's the point. I don't know if you're a bar. I don't know if you want to put yourself in the normie box though. I'm a normie. I want to be anonymous. You know, I mean, you know, you get to know me on the podcast, but on the street. You don't know me. I'm a ninja. You don't know me. (laughs) You'll see me right before you die. Oh my gosh. Well, unfortunately, speaking of dying, Panny, we still got it. We still in the Panny. Yes. Still in the Panny. I call it, I can't, I literally, there's so many names for the pandemic that I just have to call it the Panny. I've heard, know. I've heard Pandy. Pandy. I, I like, Panny. I like Pandy Bear. It makes it sound like cute no. and cuddly. Miss Rona is nice too. Miss Rona? Although I don't know why they had so. to go gender fucking identifier as a her. Like Rona should be Mr. It should be a man because men fuck Rona. shit up. So Rona should be a man. It should be Mr. Rona. Well, they do. Sir name- Rona. Sir Rona. Sir Rona. Okay. Um, they do name most storms after women. You know what? And that shit's got to stop because we're going to look at the world and be like, this is all your mother. You know? No, no. Global warming. We're not going to do that. Okay. It. We're blaming men for global warming. We're going to blame men for everything. This is like- <laughs> That's very true. You guys are fucked. Um, but yes, remembering we're still in a panty and, you know, even with Christmas kind of rolling around and people getting their trees and decorating, I think a lot of us, even myself has gotten into the mentality, like even, this past weekend, we went to one of our favorite stores in the planet. True that. Which is Gourmet Warehouse. You know, don't don't go be fucking flocking to Gourmet Warehouse, too. I don't want to put too many people on. But, you know, the people who are listening, it is the best place for gourmet it's shit. It's our favorite store. It's also, I've gone there and done all of my Christmas shopping there in the past. Because you really can find something for anybody. Yeah. And then also, they are, like, they're doing the protocol. They're following proto. They make you I wait like the fuck say. outside. Yeah. You're waiting outside in line. Wearing masks. You know, you're, you're spritzing and spraying. All mm-hmm. kinds kinds of sanny things. Yeah. Also, too, for the listener, if you are going to be going to Gourmet Warehouse and waiting in the lineup, if you can catch somebody from the store inside that comes outside and starts talking to everybody, ask for the Wi-Fi password because it's not posted on the window while you're outside waiting because they do have Wi-Fi. At this point, we talk about Gourmet Warehouse too much on this podcast. They need to send us some fucking promo. I'm tired of this. I want merch. I I want some merch. I card. I mean. Just just a rub. Send Send me a spice rub. Send me. Fucking like Crusade. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yes, we went to one of our favorite shops, Gourmet Warehouse. And as we were walking through, normally I go through Gourmet Warehouse and I just, I love it because I just, I love cooking. I love gourmet shit. We love and eating. I lo- love, love anything that has to do with building a charcuterie board or yeah, appies. You want it. You, I fucking want it. You do. Um, any weird little utensils, any, anything to do with entertaining as if I'm entertaining because mm-hmm. I'm just entertaining myself. You entertain me every day. Uh, yeah, but 
it's really hard to go to places like that and not think, oh my God, it's Christmas and you got to get your, you know, you got to get your fucking, your napkins and your shit and your little, you know, pick things that people can pick out while they drink and they eat and, you know, and now it's like, you can't, you, you, you can't buy any of that shit because you're not. Actually, you know you're what? You're not doing that anymore. So you're going to buy yourself a whole charcuterie fucking spread for yourself. Yeah. You know what? Listen, for the listeners out there, if you do that, I am not giving you any sort of hate. Hell, I, I'm going to put my glass up to you because you should do a full fucking spread, all the cheeses, all the meats, all the shit you want, and call that your Christmas. That's okay. right. I just had a really good idea, and I think you're going to back me up on this. Okay, this is my challenge for the listeners. Like, we're officially in December. We're officially talking about holiday shit. Everyone's throwing the diet out the window and eating all the food. I want listeners to snap pics and send us in food pics. Send us your holiday meal. Maybe it's just a little get together. Maybe it's a holiday cocktail, but we fuck around like that. Yeah, you can send us a DM with your photos and stuff and, you know, send it to the Cheeky Love Club. And I mean, you know what I will say for anybody that does it, because I this is one thing I've kept in mind. Mm-hmm. If you're doing anything with other people within your home and you want to take a picture of a photo or to take a picture of like your food or whatever, um, yeah, definitely let whoever you're sending know, like, please don't let other people know I had 20 other people in here or like, you know, cause people, people, no matter what, like they'll be, hate. they'll be hating. Like if you, you have a group of fucking six, people are going to be like, oh, well you're breaking bubbles. And it's like, well, well yeah. the whole year has been busting balls. What are we talking about? Busting like, balls, breaking bubbles. You know, I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock and not say, you know, be careful, but I think also too, like you really, this pandemic unfortunately has brought out so many parts of people where it's like, okay, like. You're taking it seriously. Amazing. And I think that's great. But also, too, it's like, don't push your judgments on other people because the way they're going to live is not deter- You can't determine that. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, it's like it's it's a fine line. You know, you can't. You got to be a good person. Just be considerate. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Right. I that's mean, with, it. with the whole I mean, the thing is, is there's 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 new pandemic terminology, right? Like a household is different than a bubble. But if you're single, your household is like one person. So that's not so helpful. Um, and you know, I, I have definitely been in contact with people that are single and pretty isolated. Um, and so at that point you're kind of leaving, you're branching outside of a household into a bubble and, and obviously we're not doctors. I should, I should have started with that disclaimer. We're not doctors, we're not experts, we're not lawyers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, people... People are following the rules to the letter. God bless them. We're pretty close. I think what, you know what? I think everyone. I did like, I did an outdoor social distance hot tub yesterday. And like, that was, that was medicinal. Now, how do you social distance in a hot tub? You're in a soup. You're in a people soup. Uh, Yeah. And it's super chlorinated and it's big enough for people to be uh, six feet apart. And we're outside. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um... But you know, yeah, that's true. Like, I think, you know, I think a lot of us are really trying hard. And I think most of us, from what I can see just myself, even someone who does take transit, takes the train to work and stuff, it seems like a lot of people are just doing out a natural habit, just wearing the mask, having the sanitizer. It's almost like we really have, a lot of us have started to adapt to it because also too, depending on your workplace and where you're going to and from, you might just, you, I mean, as much as you might want to resist, it's like, there's no fucking point now because Mm -hmm. if you're at a job where they're like, we need your temperature every time you come in, you have to wear gloves, you have to wear a mask, you need to be sanitizing, all that shit. It's like, that's going to be a part of your daily routine, whether you like it or not, you know? So I think, I think people are doing pretty well. Um, 
I mean, I hope that the Christmas parade doesn't turn into an anti-mask parade. Oh, snap. That Wait, was, we're having one? We usually have a Christmas parade. I hope it's canceled. Like, I mean, no, no, they, it probably is because yeah. it's a, usually a huge, like, right. like streetwide right. thing. And, like, all, all the Christmas events are canceled. Like, Festival of Christmas, Lights, Van Dues and stuff. Christmas market gone. Oh. Although, you know what? Some of those companies, if they're legit as fuck, which I wouldn't be surprised, is because Christmas market still sends out emails. I got emails. Okay. But some of those companies, they're doing, like, gift baskets where you can get them delivered and shit. Oh, so, like for example, Christmas market to your door. Exactly. That's and then nice. that's super smart because, it's, for example, if you have a family member who really loves, like, you know, all the German, you know, Christmas market foods or certain specialty items, you can, like, create this gift basket and get it delivered to them. And that's where Gourmet Warehouse comes in because they do that shit, too. Get on the gift baskets, people. It's fucking amazement. Amazing. I gave my girlfriend a gift basket for Christmas, and I wanted to keep it because this I was like, that's that shit. You got books. You got wine. You got weed. You got your fucking face stuff. You got your cute little socks. You got your shit you're going to use. So like, this is a custom gift basket you're making? I made her already. I oh, gave it to her. Yeah, for Christmas. We did a secret Santa a couple years ago, and I put a couple things on my list, and she put a couple things on her list. But to be fair, and this is where Christmas again, everyone's reevaluating, budgeting. We had a budget. I yeah. blew that bitch right out the water because I, mean, I, I was just like, because I just got, I started getting started and I was like, oh, I know she's going to love this. And oh, that's a good deal. And ooh, and I just started building the basket to the point where I was like, shit, this is a lot of stuff. <laughs> but it was like stuff that I knew she would like, knew she would use, books I knew she would read, right. you know, wine, things like okay. that. And can it was you, like, can you, you like know. mouth the name of the person, but not say it on the podcast? It's Leah. Okay, cool. Yikes. Well, Leah, I hope you're a listener. I hope you subscribe. And actually, in order, Leah, I'm calling you out. Leah, specifically, you do not get this. What are we talking about? She already got the Christmas basket. This, Fuck. This is, you're too late. Okay, Leah. You weren't even listening to me. I'm asking for, you know, I need to work on my listening skills. Mm. Leah, I'm calling you out. I demand you give back that basket unless you send in a slap of the week for your partner to Mark and Geo Dynasty at gmail.com, Mark spelled M A R C. All right, that's it. I said it. That's my piece. I'm sorry. Might have hurt a couple feelings here. Way to hold her fucking face mask hostage. Yikes. Um, yeah, I just we you know, I'm trying I'm trying to get engagement here. Sometimes you gotta you gotta give people a little poke. Well, you know what? I told you, go make merch for fuck's sakes. Like, no one's buying merch. No one's buying our merch. I know. And if you want Unless us- we got some cool funky merch. <gasps> if we got some merch with your emoji on it, because your emoji looks exactly like your face. Okay, here's what here's here is my thought. Is it has to be both of our emojis because this is a partnership. This podcast is as much about you as it is me. Um, yes, my emoji is better than yours. Wow. But that's just because, like, I, I mean, I consistently get great feedback on my emoji. Yes. I put a lot of effort into it. Yours legitimately looks exactly like it, you. It, lo- it looks like a cute version of me, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we if we had some kind of logo that was our two emojis, I feel like that would bang pretty hard. And like, if we made, if we had that printed on face masks... Um, we could probably do that that'd be pretty cool but then in like a year or two years when like people aren't wearing face masks anymore but like yeah whatever honestly i don't give a shit i would i will find some somebody online who it's like oh can you do a cool funky print for me and they could probably make you underwear socks undershirts fucking masks they could probably make everything we should we should work on that and also if you're interested in uh getting merch from us uh send us an email at mark and geodynasty at gmail.com mark spelled m-a-r-c 
and uh, give, give us suggestions. Yeah, get tell us what you want. I mean, I'm not trying to put my shit all out there, but I mean, I think the emojis would be cute, like the cute socks or boxers or, yeah. you know, I love a good oversized, like, long sleeve shirt with, you know, a little logo or a little T-shirts. Button, you know? I mean, T-shirts are good. We could we could get, like, super fashion-y and maybe do, like, a crop top. I think the kids like that. Oh, man. Um, something related to asses too, mm. like, uh, you know how we like asses. Okay. You know what? Maybe I should check in. Yeah. We'll come back. What's up with you? Um, well, I actually, I worked four days this week, so I am employed. I, I did mention that I think on the last podcast, uh, it's going well. I've been on a job site that actually doesn't have too, too many people. So it's not like, you know, particle city. So that's pretty sweet. Um, working in Gastown, and uh, so the view is really cool. I actually get to see the port, mm-hmm. and um, I saw a uh, I saw a floating crane, which mm-hmm. is really cool. It's kind of rare. It's like a, a crane barge, mm-hmm. so it's like a crane on the water, yeah. like on a boat. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, pretty stoked about that. Saw helicopters like landing and taking off, so that's fun. Um, for the sake of like anonymity and uh, non-disclosure, I probably can't mention like any companies who are like involved. Uh, I mean, it's not interesting anyway. Um, we went, we had a very nice dinner at a very nice restaurant that um, was socially distanced. People wearing masks were following the rules and all that. Um, I don't know if you want to like get into the occasion or not. It was for my mom's birthday. She's yes. turning however old she wants to tell the world she's turning because yeah. you know that woman, you know, she old school. She's not going to tell you yeah, how old she, she really is. She's turned, a lady. She turned 37. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I remember, you know how long I thought she was 42 for? It was fucking obscene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that was a good meal. Tasty food. Yeah. Uh, we went to Vidges. On Camby and 16th, I believe, or Camby and 15th? Uh, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah, around there. Yeah. 15th, 16th, I don't know, 14th, 12th-ish, you know. It's in Vancouver. Yeah, in Vancouver. Goog, uh, give it a goog. Give it a goog. I guess we won't say the the street it's on to preserve our neighborhood, um, but oh. you can you could give it a goog. I already said Camby. Uh, you did? Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, <laughs> we're moving. Um, yeah, went to Vidges. Great, great food. I love how they give you the complimentary chai at the beginning. I just like a good chai. I really thought you had to pay for the chai. That's why I was like, fuck, I still want another one. Well, but so here's the thing. It's like the, the first one's free and then the other the first one's on the house and then afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it would be we should look at the menu and see, like, can you get like a bigger mug of chai or whatever? But the thing is, like, ha- having studied hospitality, like, nothing is legitimately free. No. Like, you know, that cost it's... is just built into yeah. other real costs. Yeah, of course. But, but still, it's still part of good hospitality. Yeah, it doesn't cost them much. Yeah, I like how they always give you when you go in a little kind of little, like, snacks where it's just yeah. like, oh, you get a little cracker this. It's a like little, a tiny like, hors d'oeuvre. Li- oh, <laughs> I live for it's... fucking hors d'oeuvres. Uh, we know. I live for them. And also, and like, that's just, again, that's just a, a good little extra part of great hospitality that yeah. goes, it goes such a long way. And, and all of those things have such a low, like, yeah. food cost. It's like, it's practically free. The food was very good. I still, to this day, Vig is the only restaurant where the owner has actually come out and said hi yes. to everybody. And I still can't believe that nobody else does that. Vikram Vig. And I don't, and he, and the man is busy. The man is like, he has yeah. several restaurants. He writes books, for Christ's sake. Like, he's busy. But every time we've ever gone there, which has probably been, I think, three or four times we've been now. been there yeah, three times. He's always come out, said hi. I hope you enjoyed the food. And yeah. I fucking appreciate that. Good hospitality. Talk to your 
your people. Talk to the people who make, who, you know, like, because at the end of the day, it's like he had a dream to become a restaurateur or, you know, own his own restaurant. It's like to be able to come out and talk to the people that kind of have helped kind of, you know, keep your dream alive and like really appreciate what yeah. you're doing. It's like, that's really, I think that's really, really good hospitality. You got to value your customers. Right. And that's no different than some sushi places back in the day that I used to go to. Every time the one sushi place in Burnaby we used to order from like day in, day out to high school until when we were old as fuck, the, the chef would always say hi and talk to us and, you know, be super nice. And I really appreciate that. And he was the owner. And I was like, that's, that's interesting how a lot of restaurants don't do that. You don't want to take your customers for granted. No. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. Vikramovich, good guy. Side shout out. Yeah. yeah. Um, great food. Um, so we started watching the film The Holiday. A couple things. One, I almost think that could take the place of, what's that other British romantic comedy Christmas movie? It's, like, famous as hell. Um, it's got all the people in it. Love Actually? Yes. I've never seen Love Actually, right. so actually. We will, so we will have to see Love Actually. But The Holiday, I, I kind of, I'm leaning a bit more towards The Holiday um, as like a nice rom-com Christmas film. Uh, it's got a lot of heart. Kate Winslet. Can't Kate Winslet her. is good. She's legit. Jack Black. We like him. Love him. Yeah. Jude Law. Oh, gorgeous. Too tanned for that movie, though. Yeah, definitely too tanned in that film. Doesn't really make sense. Came back from San Bay. I guess so. Um, uh, but then also, it, it kind of made me think, like, we don't watch movies all the way through anymore, like, at all. No. We're terrible at that. Well, to be fair, though, I would say we did when we had more time. Like, when I wasn't working and you weren't working and, like, yeah. we were just at home cooking and oh, cleaning yeah. and fucking get, get and watching movies. Checks. Yeah, like, you know, Miss, you know, <laughs> Uncle... Uncle, Uncle Justin. Uncle Justin was like, listen, I'm just paying you to fucking eat and fuck. Yeah. Like, that's it. So, yeah, like, oh, of course, I mean, days. we plowed through seasons we of We plowed shows. through each other. Okay, too much information. Wow. Um, Moving right along. I drank uh, a nice liquor for the first time in a while again. I had some Fernet Branca. I bought a bottle of Fernet kind of in honor of my uncle who likes to drink that. Um, uncle Andrew out there in Florida. I hope he's doing well. Um, and yeah, Fernet is uh, not for the faint of heart. It's like Jagger, but more more gross. It's like Jagger's great grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. It's uh, it's holding a, a musket to blow your fucking head off. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's complex. Awful. Um, I'm on a bit of like a. I feel like I'm like I'm I'm tiptoeing around a bit of a spring cleaning like kick right now. I just like you know me. I go on my purge cycles. I want to get rid of stuff like. Yeah. Just, but you know what? But no, no, no. But like I'm 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 being smarter about it. Uh, I believe. I think this will be really. You know, I I like to do a good purge, especially when you have time off. Like when yeah. you have time off during Christmas, there's nothing better than going through you know your kitchen or your bathroom or your living room and getting rid of shit that you know is just like this is piling up dust or this is just fugly or this yeah. is you know that you just we have, don't use this exactly. You didn't have the time to get through, but I feel like our apartment has been like purged so many times over I'm in the last it year. I'm keeping it so that I'm pure. like this. First of all, this ain't no virgin apartment. It ain't gonna be pure. I know, I know. But you know, it's just it's it's like I feel like we have really like all the things we need. We don't have anything else. I don't I can't even think of anything else to purge. I actually was going to suggest we could I mean, I don't want to call it a purge. I wanna say I want I want us to like I want us to go through our books and be like, oh, you know what, I read this, I'm not really gonna read it again. 
make space for new books, right? But the thing is, I will never be somebody who Look, gets rid of like books because also too, like there are a lot of books on that motherfucking shelf we have not read. True, true. Okay, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll continue this conversation at a later date. Mm-hmm. Um, you finally cut my hair today. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm back in the Buzz Club, living that Buzz life. I like you better bald. I said it. You know, it's just more. You know, I get it's neat and tidy. Yeah, I get more the more the juices when it's bald. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's okay, just, yeah. interesting. But then, but then again, like if I could, if I could just fast forward, like eight months and have like actual hair. I mean, you'd probably like that. Oh no, I'd love to see how, it's cause just, you have yeah. nice thick hair. I have good hair. You would have a good, yeah, It's the, good the Jewish couple. Italian genetics give me the thick brown hair. Yeah, you, you could grow me some good tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, maybe, you know, I feel like someday it'll happen. Someday it will happen. We'll definitely get me a good head of weave out of you. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh my God. That would be crazy. That it would wouldn't be, really work. Of course it would. You would grow your hair, and then when your hair gets long enough, you'd cut it, and then they would basically take those ends and make the the like, Right, no, no, I, I get it. But, like, how much, how long would you need? I'd probably need you to grow your hair to, like, maybe, like, here. Like, so, like, 14 inches long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a good, third, a good 12 to 14 inch. Give me a 12-inch bob. Okay. Well then, I mean, if, if I'm ever in, and like, I, I'll put this on record on the podcast. If I'm ever in a coma, I don't want my hair to be cut. I want to grow it out mm-hmm. for the sake of making you a weave. So then at least you can like carry me with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I had a really good thought, but I was like, no, I don't want to put that out there. I was like, you know what? If I, if the day comes when I'm growing a baby for nine months, you got to grow your hair for nine months. Ooh, that's a fun challenge. That's a fun challenge. Okay, you know what? We'll think about it. We'll, think, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, what else? I feel like maybe I'm going to have food poisoning from the sausages we ate today for Are breakfast. Are you serious? I mean, I don't know. They tasted sus. I'm surprised you didn't think they tasted sus because you're like, you're the sensitive one. I know. And that's why I was even because like, to be fair, like, okay, so so let's just let's just tell the listeners a whole damn story here. So. Okay. I've been trying to find really good breakfast sausages for a while now because every time I don't personally eat a lot of breakfast sausage and we don't even really have like full on breakfast enough to have like breakfasty food too much. Like we usually grab shit on the go. Yeah. Um, and so I went to Whole Foods, I think a week ago and I got the breakfast sausage, but I yeah. just haven't had time to actually like cook them. You kind of like, played yourself. You know what? Yeah. But whatever. So and I, I didn't get that many. Thank God. Thank God I only got four. True. I, I was going to get more, but I was like, no, let me just start mm-hmm. with four to see if we like them. Mm-hmm. So we haven't eaten them yet. And so this morning I threw them in the oven. To be fair, I should have put them on a rack. So at least yeah. the, you know, the, the can, grease, the grease could kind of drip off yeah. and I could get that crispiness. Cause I love a good crispy breakfast. Sausage. You, you just like crispy. Yeah. Um, crispy meat. Yeah, I do. It's gross, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they did look a little like they didn't. The thing is, like I couldn't smell anything. They looked fine. They just they had a weird they had a weird little sus kind of twinge to the taste to me. Really, I think yeah. they looked a little odd because it looks like they like they oxidized because you could see how on one side it was like when I took them out of the fridge right. they were brown and then when I like moved them apart there was like more pink. Uh-huh. So it was like it's almost like they oxidized a little bit more in the fridge uh-huh. on the top. I mean, they, they were... were in the fridge. They were two days past their best before date. So I think, you know what? I think we'll make it. Yeah, I think if we haven't thrown up yet, we're all right. Mm, disagree. I think sometimes it can take like 20-ish hours really? for it to like really bloom in you. But uh, I've got a pretty good stomach. Knock on wood. Sorry, I said like kind of hiccup and burp at the same time there. Um, We'll see. I mean, I, mean, I might just take a little stop, uh, shot of apple cider vinegar just to settle shit in. It's a cure-all. Yeah. Um... 
And yeah, I, uh, I like, I've been thinking about the core values question. And again, like I'm going to reissue this challenge to our listeners. I want you to pick five core values that you honestly believe in and, and live by or want to live by and email those to Mark and geo dynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M A R C. Um, I want to know core values. Like, um, why don't you start them off then and give them one of yours? I mean, I just like you can't be throwing out questions that you don't even have an answer to yourself. Okay, mm. you know what? I'm gonna I'm, I want to revisit the core values thing a little bit later. Uh, I'm gonna end my check in uh, by just mentioning I was at kind of like a family Zoom dinner uh, that we had. It it was nice. It was super. It was super super nice to see my brother and my sister and. Uh, my brother's girlfriend and, and my godparents and my godbrothers. And, um, you know, it's funny because like I was kind of, I was looking forward to it and not because like Zoom dinners can just be kind of awkward and like feel sort of forced, but it was just so nice to see them. And like, as soon as they were there, I just, I just wanted to like talk to them. I, I'm sure I talk too much. I always talk too much, but uh, I just, man, I am looking forward to the days where we can all get together for reals. And then also, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to work out some kind of like holiday Zoom dinner, open house scenario. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, God, I miss people. I miss hugs. I, I miss I was, hugs. I'm such a, I was no matter what, when it came to meeting new people, old people, I'm a hugger. I was always like, oh, come on, get a little, get a little something. And now it's just like, you can't handshake, you can't hug. I mean... I might like, I'm trying to, I'm thinking about maybe doing glove handshakes. Like I'm going to like put I'm on a, a special glove. Or maybe even like a secret handshake with like your elbows or something. Oh yeah. Or, people do that. Yeah. You got fist bump, side pump, side pound, yeah. um, different stuff. Boom pound. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I'm just lucky that we hug each other. And you know what? Like, I'm just super grateful that I have a person I can still hug. That's right. You know, yeah. not everybody has that. That's true. We're you got to count fortunate. those blessings. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's uh, that was a pretty meaty check-in. Coming up next, we will do shout-outs. Okie dokie, shout-outs. Um, I'm going to get started with shout-outs. Um, I got a few, like usual. My first shout-out is a movie that we watched. I think we watched it over, like, three days because, again, we can't just, like, sit down and watch a movie anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Instant Family. Mm. So I, I I picked that movie because um, one of my favorite comedians and podcasters, Tom Segura, had, like, <clears throat> a small part in it. But, I mean, there was enough promo in his podcast about it that I, it like convinced me to give it a shot and i'm glad i did that was a funny movie yeah i liked it it was a good one it was a funny kind of feel good sort of family comedy but it's it still it had some edge to it without taking it too far so it's like you know a lot of movies these days they try to be in that sweet spot of like the whole family can watch it but the grown-ups will still get a kick out of it Mm -hmm. they definitely nailed that yeah good writing uh good acting um, yeah, all around, like, entertaining, good movie. Good, kind of, like, feel-good comedy. I already recommended it to somebody. Um, and then in that same vein, these are real, like, like just Netflix shout-outs. It's on Netflix, by the way. Um, the, the comedy special we watched uh, by Tom Papa, again, one of my favorite comedians, mm. great writer. The special, You're Doing Great, Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. 
That was legit, legit funny. Um, I really, I liked it a lot. Um, I think anybody would enjoy that. I shouldn't overhype it though. That being said. Um, and so finally I'm shout, I'm shouting out a person. I just found out, uh, a friend from, from, you know, a few years back is back in town, obviously because of the old pandemic, she's halfway through her two weeks of self-isolating. So I just want to shout out Mimi. Uh, I hope you listen to this podcast. I did send you one. I'm trying to kind of snatch up another listener, but also this is like our way of staying in touch with people. You know, it really does. It makes me happy when I know that our friends listen to this because it keeps them in our business. It keeps them in our business, right? Like friends are in each other's business. I mean, this isn't fair. Like we're like, we don't know your business. You just know ours. That's why you're looking at me so aggressively. Please send him an email. He's going to bite my head off. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and also start your own podcast and then we'll subscribe. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Don't go start your shit. No, 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 no. We don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone should have their own podcast. We're going to lose two listeners just because they're going to start their own shit. A rising tide raises all boats, my dear. Wow. Moses, take us back. Yes. Um, so yeah. Hey Mimi, I hope you hear this. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I hope you're staying strong during like hardcore self-isolating. That would drive me crazy. I would just sleep most of the time. Honestly, I would just go in and out of consciousness. Like I don't give a fuck what day or night. None of that matters. If I have to be in quarantine for yeah. two weeks, just in and out of consciousness, whatever I feel. You do like, you're definitely, you do function well in bed, like for a long, long stretches of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> so what about you, my darling? Um, my shout out this week is to anyone who works in re- retail, period. So if you work in retail, especially in a pandemic and a panty, mm-hmm. and especially during Christmas, God bless you. Because I, the amount of looks I've seen from just cashiers and people within stores, not that I'm really going out and shopping, you know, I'll pop into a shopper's, pop into whatever, pick up whatever. But, oh man, like, just seeing how people have this unnecessary like this like this unwilling like like they almost feel like you need to prove to them that they can't have their way like it's almost like so for example i was at shoppers minding my business grabbing my facial oil and my mm-hmm. shit because you know whatever i'm not trying to be all crusty out here in these streets winter's coming get your vitamin e get your vitamin e and i'm at shoppers minding my business and this lady's talking to one of the people there and she's like, well, can you just check the back? And he's like, everything is out here. Yeah. And the, and he, she's just like, well, can you check the back? He went dead fish eyes and went, okay. I knew that motherfucker didn't go to the back. Oh, no. He went and made himself a coffee yeah. and let her wander in her thoughts. And the fact that I had to hold in my lap because as he said to the second time to this woman, whatever is on the shelf is on the shelf, he had dead fish eyes. Mm-hmm. He left his body. Yeah. He's like, bitch, if you don't understand, I'm going to go make my coffee now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, you know what? That's where I say again, shout out to anybody working in retail. People are morons. And I think, no offense, I'm not trying to be like, you know, that person. But I think this year has really made us realize more and more that like, people really have been walking through life not knowing what the how fuck things yeah. work and it almost makes you think holy shit no you know what like that i'm glad you brought this up cuz this is something that i started to sort of realize and think of when i started working in in bars and restaurants is there's there's this 
and people who work in retail and hospitality will a hundred percent understand it's toxic entitlement if you've worked in retail coffee shop anywhere you know people it's like you know i it's like people walk in there and they think you work for them (laughs) and 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 when i say that afford me honey true but like you know like you know for instance vidge like he he doesn't take he doesn't take his customers for granted you know at his restaurant and and you do there is you know you do need to value and take care of your customers mm-hmm. and your clients and whoever is at your business but it's like we're not like we know we don't work for you we're not your personal mm-hmm. assistant there's mm-hmm. like there's an established level of service that that you're getting mm-hmm. and 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 like don't push it oh no and i mean especially like in this instance with the shoppers i was thinking in my mind i'm like first of all the shoppers is packed like fucking yeah. like they had more than more than they should have had people in there mm-hmm. to be fair it was one of the sky train so you probably can't yeah. help you know whatever but i'm thinking there's more more people than should be in here right now now you're gonna make this poor fucker try and go walk around looking for some random item that they just don't have yeah and it's just kind of like yeah, like this toxic like entitlement that a lot of people have. And unfortunately, it's like if you've worked in any type of a service industry, service. whether and it, it could be service in medical, dental, yeah. coffee shop, fucking grocery store, Bar. anything. You yeah. could literally own a fucking yeah. lumber company and people yeah. are talking about you need to go get me that tree because that's a tree I want. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? It, there's a really fine line that is that is very hard to walk because you know, I, I definitely, I, I kind of see both sides of it because, you know, I do really believe a lot of people um, who maybe own businesses or have a job and they don't realize that customer service is essentially part of every job yeah. and every industry. And that is true, but that doesn't mean we're here to serve you in every single way. No. Like there are parameters, yeah. there are boundaries. Ba- and that's what I've, and that's, that's like, and I mean, totally kind of off topic from the shout outs, but even with my office now, I, I've been trying to try and get the front end to understand you need to establish boundaries with yeah. patients. Like yeah. they can't come in here walking, walking all over you willy nilly no. because at the end of the day, you're the one who makes sure they don't go to collections. Yeah. You're the one who makes sure that their shit gets covered. If they want shit done and they want, they want to leave it up to somebody else, there's going to be chance for error. Mm-hmm. If you want to do your due diligence and make sure that you have what you got and you're all good, open your fucking mail then. Yeah. Okay. Like it's just to the point where people don't want to do anything for themselves. And yeah. it's so, and it's, and it's, to me, and I think maybe I'm a little biased because I work in dentistry, to me, it just seems like it's not a young people issue. It's an old people issue. It's over 45 issue. This entitlement of, well, just do it. Just do it for me. Just just do it. And it's just like, you know, that means I'm taking time and time and energy out of my day to help you yeah. because you can't help yourself. Do you know what the fuck you're asking me? Like, And I think that that's where it's kind of like, I don't even work for you. I'm doing you a favor. And the fact that if you don't even... Now, for the listener who might may or may not be this customer, that's fine. When you ask for things and you ask for it in a nice, polite, hey, I was just wondering if this could be done, you know, let me know if that's something, you know, like if you yeah. ask for it in a polite, honest yeah. way, genuine, hey, thank you so much yeah. for getting me. Be a person. Be a nice person. Yeah. For sure. I will fucking, no problem, I'll help you out. But if you're gonna be an asshole, Entitled. I'm gonna crip walk my ass out of that conversation mm-hmm. and let your ass go figure yourself out. Because I don't understand the mentality of like, you need this is this this is this is what you have to do for me. So who who are you? Yeah, who are you? It's toxic entitlement. Anyway, shout out to anybody who works in retail. Tell these motherfuckers off. You know what? Yes. I, 
I've been dying since the day I've been shopping to be told off by somebody in retail. I would kill for someone at Zara to be like, listen, bitch, there are none of your size in that pile. Oh, yikes. Love it. Love it. Tell go, me hey, the fuck off. I love what? it. This goes back to a much earlier episode, Truth Day, where we talked about Truth Day. I mean, maybe it's going to come back around. The pandemic kind of derailed our like our whole Truth Day campaign. Um but okay, so actually a couple things. Mm. One, we didn't even acknowledge last week that we're finally in the double digits. Last week was episode 10. This is episode 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we, we can't even count all the episodes on, on one set of hands. We're on to toes. I mean, this is a big deal. I, I think it's a huge win. Okay. You know, I just think we should like honor that. Should we celebrate? Oh my God. Should we celebrate with a dessert? You know what? We Let should. me get a cake. You Whoa. know I love dessert. Let's get a cake. You're just like, you. Fuck you, yeah. At this point, you are cake. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So you what, you actually, you just jogged my memory because you said, like, I don't want to be that one, but, and, like, we're both that one. I know. How did we um, find each other? God. It was destiny. <laughs> it was true love. Oh, like, God. this is what I tell people. Ooh. Don't leave the house. Um, but uh, so remember how I said I, I was I was involved in like a bit of a confrontation. Oh my god! Please walk me through this because okay. I wasn't even there. I, I stepped know. outside. I oh, okay. I miss everything. So you were outside talking to your mom. I'm in I'm in JJ on commercial mm-hmm. waiting for our caffeinated beverages. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, beautiful Saturday morning. Gorgeous. Great Saturday. You know, it's just beautiful. Nice yeah. day. And, you know, there's obviously way fewer tables in the cafe now. They're all socially distanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for coffees. And there's the there's the older guy and the super young girl mm-hmm. who's probably six or something like that and uh, mm-hmm. or maybe younger like five okay. like i'm assuming he's her dad yes okay. um and he's like he's on his phone has has headphones in just like looking at his phone doing whatever and the little girl has an ipad out like watching a kid's show like full volume no headphones and it was like it was it was uh it was infuriating it made me crazy it was so annoying because it just kept on playing this crazy repetitive song it was like wiggle jiggle wiggle fucking oh, jiggle oh that table wiggle jiggle giggle like rock that kill yourself i fucking the song was like some kind of crazy mm-hmm. like it was like guantanamo bay drive you insane crazy annoying kids little wiggle jiggle jingle and i was about to flip the fuck out and in my head i'm like i'm waiting for these coffees i'm just like just get the coffees and leave and then i was like wait a minute no do something. I was like, you know what, Mark? I was like, you know what, Mark? No one else in this cafe, none of the other patrons, none of the other employees are saying shit because they just want they want to keep the peace. And I do understand that, and that's a nice thing. But you know what? I am tired of just people enabling behavior that's not like outright terrible because look it's not like that wasn't like you know some racist like nazi cartoon jingle it's just fucking wiggle wiggle whatever yeah but i was like no you know what like i i it i i don't enjoy confrontation but also not i think too many people are afraid of confrontation and so i was like no you know what there has to be some way to bring this up that isn't a dick move. Okay. So That's what I thought. Walk me through this here. So so I get so I was like, okay, it'll be too awkward if I just say shit now and then have to wait another five minutes for the coffees. Yes. I'm waiting till I get the coffees. Yes. 
And and the other thing is is like, and I like I, I walked further away from the table and and because I was like, because maybe the maybe won't be as noisy. And like to be fair, once I walked further away and was closer to like the coffee pickup spot. It wasn't as loud, but then I was looking around the room and like literally every, every like customer, patron, whatever in that place is just like staring at the little girl with that crazy loud iPad and the dad who doesn't give a shit. And I was like, you know what? There's other people here who are trying to read, this is not your trying house. to write. This is not your house. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a social contract. And I really believe that like the rules should apply to everybody. Good. Right. We can't pick and choose. And, and again, I was like, no, you know what? Obviously, what I'm doing could be interpreted as a dick move. But but there has to be some way. Gotta like, make people aware. People Because people used to just talk to each other. And there was like a mutual understanding. They're like, hey, like, I, well, I wish the best for you. You know, love thy neighbor, whatever. Let's just like talk about a thing. And it doesn't have to turn into a knife fight in the cafe. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get the coffees and I walk over. And I was just like, hey, yeah. Uh, and the guy's like, what? He takes out his AirPods. I was like, you might want to get her some earphones. You know, it's really loud. And, uh, and he's like, oh, she has a hearing problem. And 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 at first, okay, I know. I see your face. Give me a second. Because at first I'm like, oh, shit, I'm the asshole. My whole plan just fell it's apart. I'm, okay. And so <laughs> I get out. I leave. Here's the thing. I think you're right. Because I get out of the cafe. I'm walking towards you. And I'm like, wait a minute. If she had a hearing problem, she would need headphones. Those work better. Mm-hmm. And he and he said it in such a casual way, and like 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 he'd said it so many times before. Yeah. Because he probably just doesn't do anything, and he just uses that bullshit excuse, and that's not cool. But then, but then I was like, wait a minute, maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe I am actually an asshole, and I'm not like the hero of the people that I thought. Because here's the other issue: is like. Like uh, uh, it's tough because I uh, I used to, I used to know somebody once upon a time who had who was like partially visually impaired. Yeah. So she uh, she had like the the blind person cane, not all the way blind. Yeah. Um, but she would talk about how people would see how she wasn't like she didn't act like full on blind, and they'd be like, "Are you faking? Like, what's wrong with you?" And they'd yeah. be like, "Show me your blind card." <laughs> what? Okay, I mean, I show made... me your blind card. I don't know where it is. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm blind. Now leave me alone. No. Um, uh, and so and so I was like, I don't know. Like, now what do I do? I wanted to go back in there <laughs> and be like, you're lying. She's not deaf. And then just like, you see my face also, on the news the next okay, day. Okay, so, so, okay. So I know the cut table you're talking about. Yeah. And so. That song was just so annoying. But the thing is, and you know what? Regardless of this little girl having whatever issues. God bless that child. Yeah. That child is your responsibility. Yeah. Now you should know better as a grown adult that you are not the only one in this bitch. Yeah. Regardless of your daughter being deaf, blind, or whatever the fuck, you should know that this isn't your home. Other yeah. people are here. Like, yeah. I don't understand this idea of, oh, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want and you're gonna have to deal with it. No, and that's where the staff, and I understand why staff don't. No, and staff then, can't really say shit. No, 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 and this is where, no, no, no. You gotta, Actually, you no, know, they could. You get the right get set the of staff. Get the manager. Get the right set of staff, and they'll just be like, yeah. get your shit. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. But this is where the staff, I think, because when there's kids involved, and you're not a parent, you're stepping on toes, because how dare you yeah, try and tell I somebody know. shit about anything when you don't have children your, of, your, of your own. Like, you don't have children yourself. So that's where I think a lot of people get sticky. Quick. It's tough territory. It's tough territory with kids, but also, too, 
and listen, if you are listening out here and you got kids and I say this and you take offense, check yourself. Send us an email at markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. But you know what? A lot of people out here with kids use their kids as use their kids as fucking props for whenever the fuck they need them to. Don't pretend you're not using your kid as a manipulation when you need to. Was your kid partially deaf? Okay, that sucks. Why are you wearing headphones, sir? If your fucking little girl is partially deaf, that little girl could easily not know what's going on, be actually, you know, yeah. hearing impaired, and she runs into some dumbass shit, and your bitch ass is wearing headphones because you decided you didn't want to hear what's going on, and you wanted to take yourself out of being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So fuck you, sir. That's really what irked me. Is like he had the headphones in. Get bitch. The fuck out of here. Bitch. Oh, you know what? This is why I'm not taking the COVID shot because I'm letting the first round go to first. <laughs> That's okay. That's a little rough. That's and I, little I'm, rough. Not, I'm, I'm taking the second round, but I'm not taking that first round. Let the first round go to some of these motherfuckers. Well, the first round was already just the trials. Like they did run them through trials. Know, but, but you know what? Know. We're not doctors. We're not scientists. That's a sidebar. That's we're a just, sidebar. We're just here That's to talk sidebar. shit. But, but then, and then, because, see, here's the thing is like, you know what? I like, I feel like I am that one. And like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to commit to being that guy like just from now on because someone has to it may as well I'm, be me. I, i'm not doing you it know anymore. what i mean and I, it's like they're gonna say like, oh this fucking angry buzz cut white guy running around fucking good. Harassing. I, can't, I, I can't be the angry black woman no more gah, gah, this is an it. angry household but, is, uh, no we're not angry or passionate we and are. that's the goddamn problem we with society passionate. when you have any sort of passion or any sort of feeling towards something you're angry you're aggressive you're this you're that because you've chosen to take it that way you've chosen to not see the other side of maybe it's not negative it's a positive so in this case for this person and his child if that little girl has a hearing problem and decides to walk her ass in the traffic with an ipad because she has a hearing problem and your ass is wearing headphones not paying attention sorry sir i mean they were sitting down at a table but if they for example if they got out of the table and he said okay honey we're under the car and she's like okay daddy looking face down at the ipad as most kids do which is another fucking thing Okay, if another kid runs into me with an iPad and knees me in the fucking shins again, they're gonna get booted. I don't give a fuck. The amount of kids running around with their parents just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna keep my kid occupied. Your kid needs a leash so you can make yeah. sure you know where they're going. Why is your kid fucking running into me with their iPad not looking up where they're walking? This is what happens when you walk into traffic and shit hits the fan. Why is your kid not being more aware of their surroundings? Yes, keep them occupied. But also, too, don't keep them so occupied that you are now unoccupied of them in your mind. Like, yeah. they're not even being a thought. Because the amount of fucking kids running around now with fucking technology, younger and younger and younger, becoming more and more oblivious to the real world and real shit, they think fucking, oh, that's a nice car. No, that's a real car. Don't jump in front of it. You're not in a game in your iPad. Like, it's just... It's just mind boggling to me. It's just mind boggling. And especially like with that guy, I mean, that wasn't an altercation. You really got me hyped. It was a conversation. You got me hyped. You made me think some shit See, happened. But here's the thing is like, I knew, I knew if, if, I knew if I just told you about it right after, instead of saving it for the podcast, like it would be wasting, it would be wasting some juice. It would be wasting some of that energy. And like, you know, cause we, like we go off, like we get set off on shit. And that's where, and like, I do want to try to save that for the podcast because when we yeah. get ants in our pants, it is pretty funny. But then I, we do also say some like kind of wild shit that we don't really mean. I, no, no, no. We, we mean it, but we just mean it in a lighter way. But I mean, if way. you just, if you can slap 
the iPads out of the kids' hands and then they like land on the ground, I feel like then they'll learn the lesson. Well, the parents should because that costs money. Indeed. And I think that like that's just and that's you know what and that's something where you know what if you've ever worked again in any service industry, if you've been in a coffee shop, work at a bar, anything. Having someone be as obnoxious, well, you know, I'm going to be on my phone on speaker in the middle of Starbucks. Dude, seriously? I'm going to be on my iPad having a fucking Zoom with my whole family in the middle of Whole Foods. And you, you know, know what? what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> Holy shit. Because I already told you how, like, a year or two ago, I almost got in a fight at a Starbucks mm -hmm. because this fucking guy was, like, basically turned one of the Starbucks tables into, like, a cubicle where he's having... And he's just having like a conference call and he's hitting the table and banging the table. And I'm like, and this was like, I was right next to him trying to study. And again, like I, I was that guy. Like I am that guy, I guess. Cause I, I said, I was like, Hey, I'm trying to study. And he flips the fuck out at me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of let, I'm tired of just letting that stuff slide. Don't we live in a world where people are just decent and nice? No. I mean, we, we, I mean, we might act crazy sometimes, but I like, I firmly believe. We're not oblivious assholes. Yeah. Like a lot of people try to be and try, and the worst part is true. They try to pretend that they're not aware of it, but it's yeah. like, Call your bullshit. bullshit. Call you're, your bullshit. You're a fucking adult. It's you like, know what? You can't you, tell no me excuse. you're unaware of yeah. others. You can't tell me you walk into a coffee shop. You're about to be on your phone. You're about to have a Zoom meeting. You're about to do whatever. There are other people in that bitch. No. You, don't, you don't think Jay, you think JJ read it out that shit for you for that two hour? Give no. me a fucking break. No, it's like, no. how dare you really be so yeah. oblivious to other people that you think you're the only person around yeah. and some of you motherfuckers walk around like that and you're gonna get got because yeah. that's, that's fucked up to keep walking around thinking, oh, well, I had no idea that, oh, there were other people in this world. I just, I just thought it was just yeah. me on my, and, on speakerphone, on the train? How yeah. fucking dare you disrespect my transit time at yeah. 6.30 in the morning with your, speak with your speakerphone? Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, if I didn't push you out the train, God blessed me that day and he blessed you too because that's fucked. I cannot stand, I don't even like being on the phone when I'm out and about no, unless not I'm walking. All. If I'm yeah. walking and I'm in an open space, yeah. no problem. If I'm on transit, if I'm on the bus, even if I'm in a store, indoors. I don't like being on the phone yeah. and having a conversation because right. I know for a fact whatever I'm saying is being shot out to everybody else within my vicinity. Definitely. That's called being aware of other people. Yeah. Some of you motherfuckers need to get checked. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. You got to have situational awareness. You got to be, you know, it's the golden rule, kind of. If 2020 hasn't taught people anything, my yeah. God, my fucking God. Gotta mind your business, you gotta mind your P's and Q's, you gotta, you know, yeah, you just gotta act right in public. Act right, goddamn. Act right. Act right, goddamn. Okay. Well, we went pretty hard there. Um fucking aggravating us, 2020. Whoo, the last one. You know what? The last episode of the year might be just a fucking just a huge vent set. Just a huge, like, all right, so. Oh my god. It would be kind of fun to see like how how long we could go, just like nonstop. And then everyone would be like, so you hate everybody <laughs> then? It's like, yeah, sorry. Let me I did. Okay. Another another point is I think it was two days ago you called me the ultimate hater. Yes. I, I mean, I don't, I think I'm up there. No, you definitely sip your haterade with your morning coffee. That's just, that's just more to you though, because <laughs> I just like, actually, no, I do. I get my hate on. You get your hate on. Yeah. I get my hate on. It's your daily vitamin H. Yeah. It keeps me going. You know, you need, you know, you need something to power you up, you know, give you that energy. Yeah. Can't just be coffee. Sipping on coffee and haterade. Haterade. All right, well, we are going to be back with some slaps just in a second.
All right, let's get our slaps on. My slap this week is really, you know, I think they're all going to be really similar. And I think a lot of ladies out here, if you have a male partner or, you know, whatever binary partner, you probably feel this as well because the bathroom for me is a very odd place. I like to keep the bathroom very clean. I like to keep it very crisp because it's the bathroom. It's where you shit and shower. Right. All right. So about our bathroom. Love it. Gorgeous. Great vibes. Good bathroom. Um, Very good bathroom. Yes. Yes. I did a lot of redecorating over quarantine. You did? Yes, I did. Successfully. Yes. Yes. We live in a nice home. I shouldn't have doubted you. Good. Um, So the bath mat. So there's two types of bath mats. And I think that maybe some of us need a little clarity on home goods and home training. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. All Uh right. So there's the bath mat that you normally have hanging off of the shower, hanging off of the tub, which is the mat you put down before you get in the shower that you usually get out on and that gets all the water. Sometimes they're a bit more plush. Sometimes they're just a little bit more thin. But either way, it's just catching the water droplets as you get off, shake it off like a tail feather, put on your towel. The other mat that is in front of the sink, the nice shaggy kind of soft plushy rug, that is not a bath mat. That is not really supposed to get wet. It will get wet on occasion because of, you know, washing your face, droplets, whatever. But you're not supposed to stand on the fucking mat dripping wet because it is a shag. It is a thicker mat. It's not meant to absorb water. So my slap today is understanding where you stand when you get out of the shower. You stand on the bath mat that was placed hanging over the tub. You don't stand in front of the mirror on the nice shaggy one that is just there to kind of, you know, because also too, we don't have heated floors. We live in an older apartment. You know, we're not the luxury people who have nice heated floors. So they don't need bath mats in their fucking bathroom because they got those fucking floors heated. Whereas us, it gets cold in the morning. You know, you got to have a little something on tile. No one wants to get on cold tile. True. So that is my slap. Um, Please respect the bath mats. Hmm. Thank you. You know, this is so, this is so serendipitous. (laughs) I just, I can't. Serendipitous. Serendipitous. Yes. The serendipity of it. I like, you know, this is really a gift because my slap. You're my gift. And look at God. You're my gift. Oh, oh, I love you so much. I love you so much. You make me so happy. I'm so happy for all the stress. <laughs> it's worth it. Um, my slap of the week is about bath mats. Okay. Like we're, we're vibing. Like we're very sympathetic. Awesome. So I think we just have different ways of looking at it. Please continue. I'd love to hear your slap. So the the bigger, like, so I guess, like, I mean, in order to differ- in order to differentiate I'm working my, on my enunciation. In order to differentiate, let's, like, what, what what I call the bath mat, and I think what you call the bath mat, is, like, the thing that's like a small towel that you step on when you're stepping out of the shower, yes. and we drape it over the tub to dry, yes. right? So that is the bath mat. Yes. The other thing, I want to call the bathroom rug. Yes. If that's appropriate. Sure. Okay. Because, you know, the terminology, semantics, you know, it's important. Yes. So... The bathroom rug. Um, last week when I was doing my like my big vacuum. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, you know, an issue came up with the bathroom rug. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was uh, it, it, it like it just didn't move. It didn't move off of the floor when I was trying to vacuum the floor. Yes. Because uh, you duct taped it to the ground. Yes. Now, 
I take umbrage with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to work that in. Umbrage. You've been I, waiting to say that word all day. I was thinking about it earlier. Yeah. People who like to think they sound smart use that term. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's like, that's a little weird. Because also, you, you've also duct taped down the mat in front of our door inside. Yes. The inside front door mat. Yes. That's a little much. So, no, you know what? This is this is where HGTV, home improvement, this is where I thrive and this is where you don't got to worry because you just you just make the mess, okay? So, I duct tape the mats down because I'd rather have the mats specifically situated in that specific area and because duct tape is a very universal thing, it's not going to it's not going to fuck up the floors, it's not going to fuck up the tile. Because when you peel it off and you get that residue of the stickiness, little hydrogen peroxide, it's gone. Little apple cider vinegar, it's gone because it breaks down the oils and you could just wipe it right off. So you really think apple cider vinegar like is a cure-all? And also it is. I don't think there's oils like in tape. Yes, of course there is. The adhesive, the stickiness. How do you get the stickiness off? Adhesive. Hello. Oils though? Okay, you know what? I think I think we're like we're. I think you know what we're, we're not, disagreeing on like we're on not industrial. We're not chemists. Here. I don't work for 3M. Right. Okay, but from what I've experienced and what I've done in the previous time is, if I've had a bath mat, for example, at my old house, the bath mat wasn't stuck down and it kept moving around to the point where you mean you, the bathroom rug? The bathroom rug. I'm sorry, the bathroom rug, shaggy, you know, comfortable, you know. Hasn't been stuck down and it gets to the point where depending on whoever was using the bathroom last, you can't even get into the fucking bathroom because it just gets stuck underneath the door and keeps sliding around. So that's why I like to duct tape it underneath. So at least when you can, when you need to clean it and peel it back, you can clean it, peel it back and then place it again. But also too, you can throw the mat in the wash, but it's just a matter of keeping it stuck because there's no other tape that's really going to keep it stuck. Same thing with the mat in front of the door. When I didn't duct tape it down in front of the door, Anytime you vacuum, anytime even you'd come in through the door, it would shift and move and move shit around. And it would just, next thing you know, the mat would be halfway off to the side where we have our shoes and the big mirror and stuff. So that's how I was like, okay, this is bullshit. Because I came at home one time and I opened the door and I guess there was like one corner of the mat that was flipped up. So it didn't like let the door open on top of it. And it just flopped the whole mat over to the side. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. So I just taped it down. So then at least we Dyson it. I mean, I Dyson at least twice a week in around the front area, as well as the front door, as well as the bathroom, because it's right there. And I Dyson that mat to make sure I keep it clean. And that's where I get into the idea. That's why I'm talking about my slap of getting that mat wet, because when you get that mat wet, it's hard to vacuum and Dyson when it's wet. When it's dry, it's easier because it's not really supposed to be getting wet anyways. It's just, you know, so. Okay. I, I don't know that like. It's been six months and you just noticed we're Way well, beyond I think anything. It's, I think, well, you know, pick your battles. I think that's advice we both give and accept. I still think the bathroom rug can get wet a little. No, no, a little wet. But I'm talking like when I when I went in today, there was full on like your feet were like planted wet into it. Like you could see your whole foot outline wet in the mat. See, if we could just have a bigger bath mat. If we could just have a bigger bathroom listen i mean i said bath mat not bathroom well the thing is and that's another thing is that finding a bath mat of that size that will be good fit is hard because also too when i was looking to redo the bathroom and redo some stuff it was really hard finding a bath mat that was either that perfect size because they're either way too huge or way too small yeah 
And because where our toilet situated as well too, some of them were extra long. So it was like, they were the good width, but they were long. So it almost like run on to like. Yeah. Yeah, our bathroom's like kind of small. Our bathroom's kind of small, but it is a great size. I do, you it know, works. it works. It works. I think our place is a great size. I really, you know, I think, yeah, we have a really. It's a solid place. I mean, you know, it's. We it, got nice floors though. That pine cell makes that bitch shine. Oh my God. Okay. Well, you know, those, okay. We, we got our shouts, but now again, this is, this is week two of now after the slap of the week, we do the smooch of the week. We're not all negative here. We might be the two ultimate haters who have found each other through destiny. Um, and so do you, do you have a smooch of the week to, to balance out the slap? So um, this is like, this is like a thing you like about me. <laughs> Um, um I know it's tough. It's tough. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm thinking It shouldn't be that hard. But I feel like you just do so much stuff normally that like I like appreciate and love that it's hard for me to pinpoint like Well, I mean, well, okay, that's a that's a good that's kind of that's almost a good a good jumping off point is like, what, what maybe do you think you take for granted? You know what? I will say my speech of the week is that you did laundry. And I think that was really nice. And I think that was really helpful. Cause I fucking hate doing laundry. I hate doing laundry in this building. I fucking hate it. I don't know why I just hate it because I'll always forget to bring a fob or something yeah. and then, then get fucked. So I really appreciate the fact that you, you know, did the laundry and you know what? I'm going to give you a double smooch. Oh, well, I'm going to give you two kisses as I do in Europe. Um, my other smooch is for you bringing in the Christmas tree that is exceptionally large. Oh my God. We didn't even like, oh, in check-in, we, we didn't even talk about getting our Christmas tree. Yeah. We went out into the woods about two hours away we, somewhere. We went to a mountain basically and cut down a tree from nature and that's our Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. I really like having, I've never had a real Christmas tree. I've always had fake ones. That's I, crazy. And you know what? To be, Listen. You know my mom. She, she, we have cream color couches, shag rugs. She ain't doing all that. She ain't doing no fucking stains, okay. no, none of that. So, having a real tree, I really like the smell. And then after talking with my mom, telling her that we got a real tree, she said that she hates the smell of pine, and that's why we've never gotten a real tree. And I always thought it had to do with the fucking shag rugs and the cream colored couches, mm. but she just didn't like the smell. That's odd. I, I know. Guess, you know there aren't pine trees in Jamaica, so I guess. But I, she just she never really like she just said the smell gave her a headache. But you know, roasted pine cones and that shit rocked. What is roasted pine cones? So basically, you get them at like I think you can get them at like Canadian Tire, or Home Depot, basically anywhere. They come in like a fucking like a bag, uh -huh. and it's basically like like cinnamon kind of like right. roasted pine cone smell and the pine cones smell. So you just place them in a bowl or somewhere like in your apartment or in your home. And they just kind of give you that like aroma, like a kind of Christmassy aroma. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right then. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also I guess like side shout out to Jeff and Amanda, they were kind of our, you know, Christmas tree pals. Um, our Christmas trees are like cousins, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so mad love. I'm hoping mad cheeky love, as we like to say on this podcast. I know the name of our podcast. Um, I feel like we've like, yeah, we, we got to we got to do the Christmas tradition. Uh, like, yeah, trees. Henceforth, cutting down trees with uh, with great friends. I mean, what's better than that? Yeah, I mean, no, nobody lost that? any fingers. We're so nope. grateful. Mm -hmm. So grateful. And you know what? Like cracking a beer on a mountain and cutting down a tree 
Like, that's just Canadian. Didn't you take a shot of Fireball before you cut that shit? Um, a little bit, yeah. Wow. Like, that's hardcore I'm Canadian. I'm so happy I did not have to break out your very extensive first aid kit. Look, it wasn't that dangerous. And again, um, yeah, I mean, I was there to, to, to be safe. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Tis the season for cutting down trees. Yes. Okay, so, uh, oh, I owe you a smooch, don't I? Yeah, you do. I'm a pretty decent girlfriend. I try, damn it. I don't try that hard, but I try. No, you try. I try. You I mean, try. I just, I, you do I'm, well. I'm very domesticated. I mean, that's kind of weird. You're to weird. Say, yeah, but like, like you're like a closeted 50s housewife. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, not even closeted. Nothing will make yeah. me happier than yeah. fucking just having a martini, wear my little waist apron, fixing up some dinner, yeah. ironing your drawers. No, I'm kidding. I will never iron your I'm drawers. not. I don't like ironing. I'm not an ironing guy. Like We I don't have an ironing board. That's we why. don't. Uh, we don't have an ironing board. I think we have an iron. We do. Yes. Uh, but like, I actively avoid clothes that need ironing. Here's the thing. is like I don't want to buy things that also have more maintenance involved. I mean, sure, you got to get your car maintained, go to a car wash or whatever. But it's like clothes that yeah, like, well, need clothes. dry cleaning. Yeah, like suits, good sweaters, Gross. good stuff. Like things that – not things you're wearing all the time. Like I think certain things like a good coat, certain blazers, certain suits, certain dresses. Like, yeah, you got to keep those shit in tip-top shape because you're not going to replace them all the time because you're not wearing them all the time. In terms of ironing, I would prefer a steamer because steamers just get the wrinkles right. out way faster. And yeah. if you put a little, you know, essential oil in it, you get a nice scent. Sure, too. sure, sure. So. We're gonna have to make like a list of like appliances once we move and have a bigger place. We'll we'll do a draft. Listen, like we'll be drafting. You, you don't know, understand. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have everything. I'm gonna have a sewing machine. I'm gonna have it all. Okay, we'll revisit that. Um, but anyway, my smooch. Mm. My smooch of the week for you, uh, the thing, something I love a great deal about you, is your laugh. And and I know <laughs> I know you're gonna get self conscious because like I've explained to you, and like you didn't even really know this, but like you have you have three stages as far as I can tell, like the three stages of Georgina's laugh. On this podcast, they only hear stage one, which is like the normal laugh, like mm -hmm. the ha ha ha, whatever, classic normal. Yeah. So that's like that's the normal laugh. Stage one. Mm -hmm. Stage two is like is the hillbilly laugh, where it's kind of in your cheeks. And you do the <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Yeah, yeah. So that's like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. She's almost getting into stage three. She jumped right to stage three. So the stage three Georgina laugh is what I call the fat Albert. So that's where. You go, you get into the diaphragm and you can the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's my favorite. Like, uh, I know I've really, really, really made you laugh when you get into the Fat Albert, yeah. like phase three yeah. of your laugh. Yeah, there's been a, you know what? One thing I will say is that this, I think this year is the first year where like, like I've actually noticed myself where I've watched certain things or done certain things where I've laughed till I full on cried. Like I feel yeah. like before it wasn't, it was really hard to get me to laugh till I cried. Now it's like, we've been, that's happened a lot. Oh, that's happened a yeah, lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> we laugh, fucking, we laugh a lot. Yeah. They're, 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 the, the, this is us episode that got me yeah. real fucking <laughs> sent me over the edge. I was just tears. But thank you. Thank you for acknowledging my awkward laughs. And No, no, they're not awkward. They're wonderful. They're just so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a very, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Oakley Adokali. Um, so you mentioned the core values thing earlier. Um, I read You mentioned the core value thing. True. Yeah, I did. So, and then you were like, what are your core values, big man? 
Um, my right. problem is like I have like I'm having trouble just picking five. Well, just you know what? I'll, I'm not gonna say give us all five. Don't go give away the whole fucking farm, but. Just give us a cow. Give us one. Give us something to okay. just kind of give us an idea. Because when you say core values, I feel like I'm reading a Y Yoga mission statement. Like, give right. me an idea of what you okay. mean by that. So what, like, okay, no, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe the listeners might need a bit of clarification as well. So thank you for uh, advocating on their behalf. So like when I say core values, I mean, it's like something where you could say, I believe in blank. Mm -hmm. Or I, you know, I try to live. Actually, no, that doesn't really. Yeah, I, I believe in blank. Mm -hmm. So one of my core values that I'm that I definitely am positive about mm -hmm. is honesty. Mm -hmm. So again, so that's one of my core values. Okay. Um, uh, another one. I mean, yeah, man, like, like I, again, like I could I could spend a lot of time on this. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, the core values I've got. Okay. We could elaborate on honesty. So just if, so if one of well, your core truth. Yeah, so so, I believe in so, honesty. I believe in the truth. Yeah. Um, and, and you know that. Like, I, I believe in honesty and truth, like, to my detriment. But do you also, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to elaborate on honesty because it's like, okay, you're honest. And, like, you want to get the most honesty possible from everyone within your life and everyone you encounter. But right. also, too, like, when you say honesty, like, in what realms does that like is it honesty in the purest form no matter what do little white lies just get thrown out the window like what what do you yeah, feel see, like for me like i i even really i i think i avoid little white lies mm. um and, and 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 i get that like not everyone does that like Spare people's feelings, judgments. Well, no, I mean, the, like, no, I mean, I, I don't want to, we'll see. And, and that's the thing is like, you don't, uh, you know, you don't want to be honest. Like, you know, you don't want to like go around, like making people feel bad and be like, well, that's just who I am. I, like, I'm brutally honest. Like, that, no, that makes you an asshole. Um, that was me. <laughs> well, and that, you know, we're both the ultimate hater, obviously. Um, but uh, I mean, if, if you can avoid hurting someone feel, someone's feelings, obviously, like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. But if someone... Like if, if you like asked me a question and and I tried to not be honest, like you'd tell. Yeah. Like you'd be able to tell because I'd be acting weird. Yeah. Like it's it's hard for me to lie. Yeah, and that's something where some people like I think that it's hard for them to lie and it's depending on the situation. Yeah. But also too, like I think it's almost a fight or flight thing sometimes when it does come to honesty. Oh, definitely. Because sometimes it's like you want to be honest, but you don't know what that repercussion will give you versus maybe doing a little bit while. I mean, people lie all the fucking time. They do. And I, I mean, they, they lie to themselves. That's another thing that's oh. a part of that honesty is if you're going to say, you know, honesty is a part of your core. Are you making that core include yourself and being honest with yourself in different scenarios and in different, you know, that's almost whatever. the most important kind of honesty. Well, I mean, people can't do that. They can't do that. It's you hard. know, I mean, and like, you know, that's like that. I mean, look, we could spend a whole hour on this because, you know, people people do lie to themselves. And, and that's almost part of it where like, you know, I, I really think like, you know, just be honest. Like, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. You know, if. But no if, one wants to show weakness like that. though. I know. And that's because like we're, we're in such a weird like our culture is so strange where like everyone has to pretend so much and. And, and because vulnerability is in a way a weakness, but in a way it isn't. Yeah. But we it's like we just don't have enough of a collective emotional intelligence to kind of understand and navigate that. Yeah. And 
And that bothers me, you mm. know? It's like, hey, like, yeah, we're, we're fucking people, you yeah. know? Like, I think we live in a society, unfortunately, that has been developed in so many different ways that being honest is almost like it's a detriment because it's now pointing out something to somebody that now they're either going to worry about and just fucking envelop themselves and yeah. just make it a problem to the point where it didn't need to be a problem. I was just mm-hmm. making you aware of something. Yeah. And now you've internalized that to other shit. And then you have other people who are like, I don't give a fuck what you told me. Bye. So, you know, I think no matter what, like, honesty is the best policy, but also too, me being a person. And I mean, I'll say it. No problem. I was such a bitch years ago. Like I was just like, I'm being honest. The fuck you want from me? Like, you want me to lie to your face? Because also too, I honestly, for a long time, I never really had people be honest with me either because also mm. too, as one of my girlfriends, very good girlfriends, and this is what, and this is another thing is when you, when you have people around you who are willing to tell you the truth, whether or not you like it or not, or whether or not it's going to be hurtful or not, they're doing it because they want to show you something that you, they know that you yeah. probably don't see within yourself. So yeah. for example, you know, a girlfriend of mine is like, you're being such a fucking hateful ass bitch. What's wrong with you? And she brought it to my attention. I'm thinking, oh, I'm being honest and whatever. And I was realizing like, no, I'm internal. I'm taking all this internal shit that I have going on and I'm putting that on you and covering it up as honesty but really it's me just kind of venting venting or finding you know whatever and I think that you know like no matter what being honest with people around you is helpful but also too some people want to live within their lives. Some yeah. people really okay. want to live within the walls they built for themselves True. of protecting themselves. And even that, if that means locking out the truth, but letting in the lies, then fuck it. That's their wall that they built. And, you know, it's, it's one of those, no one wants to, people want to be honest with themselves and people around them. But I think also too, a lot of people are very sensitive and there's, and a yes. lot of people in society, especially now, a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to fucking talk up because, yeah. you know, you're going to hurt someone's feelings. You're going to make them feel bad. You're going to make them, you know, it's no different than, you know, when the whole Black Lives thing matter, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, when all that things was going on in the summer. Not saying it's not still going on. It's still going on. But when p- things were going on, a lot of people, like I got messages from people I haven't talked to in years who were just like, oh, my God, I had no idea that like I was doing all these things. And like, you know, and to, in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, so you want me to give you a like a high five? You for- want to- you want yeah they, like you want a high five for for not for having another person of color acknowledge your shitness like i'm sorry but like yeah. they like and my they, honesty is not trying to make you feel bad about yourself but whatever you choose to do with what i tell you is yeah. your fucking business and like see and again like that kind of like that like that that's kind of what i mean where it's just like be honest and and be like yeah you know what i did the wrong thing yeah and it's like and it's like right now i don't feel that guilty but I'm just going to keep living my life and see what happens. Yeah. You know, or- and, it, and it's like, you don't have to broadcast that. Yeah. But, you know, like, we're, we're, we're not perfect. Like, we're not saints. But also, like, and, and like, but now everybody has to be so performative and virtue signally on social media. And the thing is, is like, we're in this weird, like, self-propagating behavior loop where we act one way on social media and it starts to feed how some people act in reality and then it feeds back into social media and then it turns you into like a not person it's kind of dehumanizing and i actually saw something this morning that was so funny and it was actually like it was a saying that jim carrey said i'm not going to say it correctly verbatim or anything like that but it was like like mental anxiety and like all these mental issues that people have is basically your avatar 
in your brain of what you think you're portraying telling you they're done and telling Mm. you they've had enough like of whatever fucking thing you're trying to portray to people that's not the truth and i think we do definitely live in a society where people don't want to pretend that they made mistakes everyone's made mistakes look where the fuck we are if we didn't make mistakes we wouldn't be in the world we live in if apple didn't make a mistake we probably wouldn't have our fucking phone so it's just like there's so many different moving parts as like we of all as individuals, we can grow, we can evolve, we can learn, we can be honest, but it's just a matter of going, am I going to take whatever someone's telling me as honesty to benefit me? Or am I going to fucking make that into a dig and make that yeah, turn into, into something, make that into a weapon against myself as I chose to make it that way? Because also too, if someone's telling you honestly, Hey, you know what? Like, whatever you just said was really fucked up or whatever the fuck. They're not necessarily doing it to make you feel bad. They're doing it to make you more aware. Yeah. Because also too, it's like, if they didn't give a fuck about you, they wouldn't mention it. Yeah, totally. Like most people who don't give a fuck about other people. And this is one thing that I've always thought of, especially when I see like, I mean, not so much anymore because everyone's wearing masks, but I remember there was a period of time where, especially when I worked at Starbucks and I don't know why the fuck this kept happening, but it got to the point where, especially when I cut my hair, everyone wants to tell a black girl with short hair, what's up with life. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I don't care what you think about whatever the fuck. Cause all of a sudden I got a haircut. Like what? So I remember there would always be older people older you know like over 40 over 50 kind of people who would try and like give random advice to younger people as if they know them and it's like sir i don't know you here's your macchiato get out of my face Mm -hmm. so that is where it's like you understanding like as the person giving the advice you're now giving it to somebody who doesn't know doesn't know you therefore they're not going to take it to heart and they're not going to acknowledge it because who the fuck are you yeah and i think it's just like that's where because society has gone to like you know, you think you know what's better for other people, but at the end of the day, no one knows what's better for anybody. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I mean, honesty is great, but also like, it really depends on your, context. on your honest, it depends on your context and it depends on your audience. And I mean, to be fair, like I'm a terrible person where I will be honest, but if you're not understanding me, I'll put it into words that are real fucked up just to make sure you got what the fuck I said. Yeah. Because I don't like to dance around and be like, okay, let me just make this fucking little bit rounder and a little bit softer and a little bit more. Like, I'm not building you a fucking sculpture to tell you the truth. Well, you know, a lot of people are in a, in a kind of a coddled way now, you know? Yeah, and and, it, but, but and see, I like my see, eggs coddled and that is it. Here's the thing. I like my produce coddled. Little shout back. Wow. Call back to last week. Um, it's it's kind of like, but but see, and that kind of brings me back to the whole weird cafe iPad thing is like, can't we bring stuff up with honesty, but still from the place of like a human to human conversation? Yes. Right? And what you nuance. did was right. And that's- and- We need nuance. We yeah. need conversation. Yeah. You know, and we I- We need people to understand nuance. Yeah. And and, and I try to, you know, I, I try to act with like non-threatening body language. Yes. I try to have like kind of a, a nice kind of lower neutral voice tone. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm good at communicating. Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess to be continued. I like, I feel like. Honestly, you know what? In the scenario of the iPad and the coffee shop, I think in that scenario, you were being honest. Because, yeah. Because also too, like you said, when it's a situation like that, nobody wants to be that yeah. person to go stick yeah. their fucking neck yeah. out in case whatever comes back right. so if you have if you feel like you need to be that person and having that right approach being like hey like well because because again like what it's like i i always jump to worst case scenarios and take things to extremes that aren't realistic but what but what if what if we were never honest you know what if nobody 
ever tried to be honest and engage someone, a stranger, in public and, and to maybe give them another perspective, then then our minds wouldn't change. Everyone then things wouldn't get better. Everyone just lead a life know? of wickedness. I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna be that like curb your enthusiasm, Larry oh David God. guy out there. Just be like, you, hey, yeah, you know what? You, you should really, really you didn't know you were Larry David. I kind of am. You kind of am yeah, yeah. like okay. you didn't know. All right, fellow Jew, not a lot of hair up top. Um, Woo! Fellow Jew. Yeah, no doubt. Um I mean, he acts super Jewy. I'm just assuming. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna take a quick break and be right back. Thanks so much for listening. All right, I feel like we got a lot of fire. Like for this episode, we got we we got our mojo back. We're a very passionate couple, and I'd love to do an end of the year podcast with all the neighbors for them telling us what the fuck they hear. It would be cool just to interview our neighbors, but um, I don't think our neighbors hear much because next to us is the storage room, and across so, the hall, across the hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. we could do in the hallway. Hallway podcast. That'd be kind of interesting. Right? You first, like, I mean, during COVID, like, you know, that's probably- Christmas season. Hey, jump on the fucking mic. How you doing? You getting your FedEx? What'd you get? Let's open it. That would be fun. Um, Okay. So we wanted, like, uh, I guess we wanted just to kind of talk about a few more random things. Um, This is always the part of the podcast where it's like, we either talk about shit from our life or like the news or whatever. It's kind of like free form a little bit. Please tell us if we repeat things more than once on an episode. Cause I mean, my memory lapses because of the high grade willow tree called weed. So, right. Um, you know. I don't think we repeat ourselves too, too much. I feel like I have a little bit of a repetitive streak where I'll like talk, like I'll talk about like, I'll like, we'll start talking about something and then like, I'll have a story that relates to it. And yeah. then like, a couple weeks down the road, we'll have another like something and I'll be like, that's the same story somehow still relates to it. You know, I don't leave the house a lot. So maybe I only have a couple stories. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is a free podcast. You get what you pay for. Um, but uh, I did, I did want to um, bring up that today we're recording on December 6th. Uh, that is the anniversary uh, of the Montreal massacre. Um which was a school shooting. Uh, I be- it was 31 years ago mm-hmm. um, at L'Ecole Polytechnique mm-hmm. in Montreal. And it was, um, it was uh, well, the shooter there, Marc Lepin, was specifically targeting women. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing to bring up. It's a weird thing to talk about. I mean, this is a comedy podcast where we talk a lot of shit, but I mean, we do, we do touch on serious subjects as well. And um, the only reason I, I really know about it and kind of think about it every year on December 6th is because someone, someone I know um, told me about it. And, and I actually, I, for a couple of years, I also, I also volunteered like at a kind of memorial event uh, and obviously that's not happening this year because of the pandemic. But yeah, I mean, you know, this was a guy who was targeting women who were just trying to go to school and uh, and learn and be normal par- people in society, just like the rest of us. Just like a man. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's, you know, some people kind of argue back and forth whether, whether it counts as like violence against women or was it just like another crazy shooter, but... I know. Again, look, people argue all kinds of dumb shit. I mean, the people who argue whether or not it was just a regular shooting versus it being specifically women. Well, look at all the women. Look at all the people who died. If it was a mix. Yeah. If it was a mix of men and women. Sure. Call it whatever you want. 
if it was just women, obviously that's hateful violence. That's like, yeah. And, and yeah. So, uh, I mean, we're on the same page about that. It was all women who were, um, who were killed. There were other people, other women injured and one guy injured as well. Mm. Um, and we do still live in a time where, uh, some people don't think women deserve education as much as men, which is incorrect and wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about it. Um, moving right along, this I don't have a good segue for the next thing I want to talk about, uh, awesome. but it is more lighthearted. So I've mentioned this like once or twice. I've been seeing kids, but like not that young kids, like riding around in too many things. Where it's just like, what do you mean? Okay, so I okay, so when I was at What's it called? That mall, that big mall in Burnaby. Metro Town. Yes, thank you. Um, I God, I just my words aren't with me today. Um, so when I was at Metro Town, I saw this kid in a wagon, and like he was too big for the wagon because he was like twelve. And you're you, you know that's just bad parenting. Again, we're we're throwing a lot of shade at parents, and like we're not parents, uh, but we've been parented. We've had parents. We see parents. We know parents. You don't pull your kid around. Okay, imagine if I go up to that guy and I'm like, hey, you know, I think your kid is a little too big for that wagon. He'll be like, he's got a disability, <laughs> which is not true. There's too many, like, I feel like we're, we're just enabling arrested development. <laughs> what, what What's happening? Yeah. Whatever happened to, like, maturing? You know, you've grown. You can't ride around at 12 in a wagon that's meant for a toddler. Of course you can. I mean, unless, and, and if you're disabled, you should just have a wheelchair. This kid was not disabled. No, you know? of course not. But I mean, you know what? It's, it's just like, you, like, 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 you're not doing that kid any favors. You're not doing anyone any favors. It was like that, well, it was like that kid we saw at Costco and I was like, that kid is too fucking big to be on that fucking woman's chest. <laughs> like, that kid was big enough to fucking eat a steak. Yeah. And I don't know why, with a fucking steak knives. Not no fucking <clears throat> kitty little and shit. So was he, he was full on ready to go to a fucking dinner and eat with his fork and knife. And she had him on his titty, like in the Gerber baby thing. And I'm like, okay, so was that like, motherfucker could literally- he was a chest carrier? Like yeah. Was, yeah he and was he big. was big. And I was like, okay, some babies are big. I'm not going, you know, whatever. No, no, that wasn't a baby. Like that was a kid. No, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like some kids, some toddlers, yeah, they are bigger. This kid, I could have fit into his Nikes, yeah. like kid size. Like how, where is this idea of like, I'm going to keep my baby a baby. You're, you're raising a bitch now because now you're going to raise a, now you're going to raise a kid who thinks it's okay to act like a child when they're in their thirties. Look what we've got. Fuck boys. Go talk to your mothers. Okay. So fast forward because yesterday at Costco we're around and I see this dude with a cart and like, and like a full-grown woman just sitting in the Costco cart. Scrolling the gram. Dude, it was his girlfriend, I hope. And, and like, it's like, and this, like, this is like a 19 year old person who thinks it's okay to just sit in a cart in the middle of Costco. Have you no shame? But you know what? They don't have any shame, but that's fine. Watching them get out is the best part. The best part. I want to watch you fall onto the concrete warehouse floor and then tip your whole fucking cart over like a fool you already are and make a fucking scene and be a spectacle of yourself and then be all, oh, oh I hope no one saw that. Of course we did. We're in a warehouse, sleeps. 
That should be, there should be a policy of like no, no adults in carts. There is a policy. Cause I think one kid like really got fucked up in a cart yeah. and they really had a policy. That's why they don't. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. also too, you know what? I'm not, we're, we really, you know what? I'm to all the parents out there. You're raising beautiful children. Right. I hope I know you're doing your best. Cause it's a crap shoot. Most people have babies and they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. So good on you. Make it work. It's a shit year. It's been a mess. I know you're trying, but also too, we're judging you. Okay. Yeah, we're and we're, we're not, we're not going to pretend like, you know, we're going to, and this is another thing. You don't get sympathy because you had a kid. Get the fuck out of my you want to talk about, oh, you know, um, can I get in line, you know, because I have a kid. Congratulations, you have a uterus, sis. The line is back there. Yeah. I don't understand this idea of, oh, well, I have a kid, so mm. how many times have I been in a lineup and had somebody walking around with their fucking snot-faced toddler trailing after them, trying to kind of get, like, people in line to feel sympathy so they could cut in? Bitch, if you don't take you and your other uterus 2.0 over there, like, <laughs> what do you mean? You know what? E equal treatment. That's just that's fair. Yeah. And you know what? You know, hey, they get they get the special parking space in in the lots. They got you got the family, the new oh, mother, pregnant mom. Oh yeah. And yeah. so I mean, yeah, that's something we're throwing you a bone there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we are we are a pro family podcast. We like we like people. We, we like love, kids. We love families. We like I love kids. I yeah. do. But I just you know what? I can't help but judge a lot of you motherfuckers out here having children. I'm sorry. People are acting a little weird. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and and you know it's just and and again like the guy. You're gonna let your girl just sit in the Costco cart? See, I knew like, you, you would never let phone? me. You would never. Let I would be me. like, get the fucking car then. Yeah. Like, and just wait for me. You just be like, so get in the car, and then when we get home, pack yeah. your shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. I love you very much. Um, um, but yeah, that's weird. And because it's like, look, you're not fitting much stuff in that cart because you got a grown up in it. Honestly, you see some Costco and Walmart have some weird parallels where you see some wild shit at both places. Honestly, I am both sticking, places. I'm sticking up for Walmart. I've never seen anything that weird in Canadian we're in Ca Canadian Walmart. Well, yeah. and especially like kind of Vancouver. West yeah, no, Coast. BC. We have we have we're we're a little classy. I mean, we yeah. try a little bit. Got, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It's more normal. Yeah, out there um, in the valley, I don't know. So that's like me. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, uh, let me think about what happened this week. You know, pop culture, shade room, all that. Um, um, lots of fights going on. There was the Jake Ryan, Paul Ryan, what the fuck his name is? YouTube. Jake Paul. Yeah, sure. Jake Paul versus <laughs> white man, white man. Like he's the most random fucking. That's like call. That's like saying like your name is is like say it like John Smith. True. Yeah, he has one of those names. Anyways, um, he did a fight. He, you know what? He he took that NBA player and showed him really what's up because I think that unfortunately, and I'm not gonna be, you know, sexist and say mostly men, but I think you all know what I mean. But a lot of people yeah. uh -huh. have this idea of like, oh well, I'm man, hear me roar, I could do it all. Okay, so you play in the NBA, awesome, that's dope. Now you're going to go and fight this guy who's been training in boxing for years while you've been training for a couple months wearing basketball shoes in a fucking boxing ring. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. You're fucked. And, I mean, he didn't I, he didn't come back to the earth for a hot minute. You yeah, know, he was unconscious he was for out. a little bit. He was out for a bit. Um, that was pretty wild. So, you know, I think that apparently he's supposed to fight, uh, he's supposed to fight Jake. What's his name? Jake Paul. Jake Paul, thank you. Yeah. He's supposed to fight uh, Floyd Mayweather next year. And I'd be interested to see that because I feel like the cockiness would just both eat them alive. 
Like they're both so fucking just like, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm right. The best. But I mean, Floyd, Floyd, like, I, I don't know shit about boxing, but Floyd Mayweather, like he, he's retired now. He's semi-retired. I think okay. he only does fights if it's like a crazy amount of money. Right, right, right. But he's, oh yeah, Manny, wait, who's the one that had that big fight a year? Okay, we're really kind of It could be Pacquiao, track. it could be okay, but anyway, MMA, like, I don't know. Like, so here's the thing is like, you know, I think Jake Paul trained for a year or two, but like, but like really trained like a fighter and mm -hmm. it showed in the fight he won. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, whoa, dude, that guy can actually box. Mm -hmm. But then Floyd Mayweather is like, is a journeyman boxer. Mm -hmm. Like he'll, he'll. Any most people in his weight class, like he's just gonna take them apart and like for sure win. So I mean, Jake I'd be Paul interested will to see. Probably get like murked in that fight. I would love to see that fight, and I mean, if Tyson keeps fighting people, I'm with it. That's pretty cool. I'm with I mean, it. you know, good for him. He's I love fifties. Mike has really come up though. Like he spiritually has just like because yeah. he was a hot fucking mess. I he mean, he was a total. Savage. Oh my god! Did you ever see that photo of Robin Givens? Robin Givens with his wife, right? Yeah, that he beat. Oh, that probably wouldn't be a good picture. Oh my fucking god! The fact that she's alive is insane. He beat her, and the fact that, and I think that's where it's like when people really realize, especially back in the day when he was fighting and boxing, it's like if really, you beat a woman like that, yeah. you're 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 no you're no type of normal man. You're a no. beast. Like, yeah. and seeing him fight, like I think, like, oh man. Yeah, I mean, he was like a trained killer back then. I mean, mm. was he, you know, there was but he probably. Was like, but the thing is, he still is. So even his instinct to like yeah. still fight, it's like right. Oh yeah, I mean when when you fought that long and trained that much, it's just kind of like built Honestly, into your brain. I, I would love to see that fucking brain scan. How's he doing? Yeah, I I was gonna say I would love to see you learn to box. I think that would be cool. Me learning to Honestly, yeah. I boxing I like boxing better than kickboxing. I don't I know. like kickboxing. You're not a kicker. No. You're not a kicker. I really I really liked kickboxing training. I like boxing. Um but that is that. Nothing really, really. I mean, honestly, I've been so busy with work. I haven't even really been reading the news. I, I everything know. that I have read I has know. been like kind of local, just like numbers are rising. Okay, cool. I'm staying home again. Yeah, the pandemic's still fucked. The yeah. world is still shitty. Yeah. Um, they're doing a the <coughs> Daily High. Vancouver Excuse is doing um, some giveaways. So I've been definitely right. tagging some people on Instagram. I'm sorry if you are these people. You know who you are. I want to get me some stuff. But um, other than that, honestly, like, Nothing's really been, you know, coming up. It's just kind of the same old, same old. The only thing I will say is we got an on the table. We got a little yes. foodie thing because I love food. That's the yes. only joy I'm getting out of this year is eating my fucking face off. Yep. I've been eating. I don't care. I'm going to eat. And whether Enjoy. you like it or not, I'm going to eat. Enjoy it, I say. Yes. Um, so on the table, that's our little part where we like to talk about food, talk about cooking, eating, whatever. Yeah, we're a foodie city. We're a big foodie city. Like, yeah. we definitely got a lot I mean, of spots. I think, like, we're a foodie couple. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And, I mean, we can cook. So, I mean, luck and luck. We do cook. We, we cook. Uh, we made a really banging uh, beef short rib. Yeah. Um, but that is not what On the Table is about this week. No, it's not. On the Table this week, we're talking about ultimate Christmas dinners. So I was thinking about it because even me and my mom were talking. And, I mean, she's within our bubble, so that's yeah. nice. But, you know, she's not cooking Christmas dinner this year. And I was like, maybe I'll do it. Like, I, you know, but also, too, I don't. I'm not going to do 1989 Christmas dinner. I'm not going to do traditional, just like the bird and the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and the peas and da, da, da. Like I'd rather kind of do a little bit more like a little upscale, but a little bit more just like different flavors. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, when we were out for dinner with her, when we went to Vidge's, very good as again, again, um, 
we talked about, you know, like what was maybe one dish that everyone would like to have on Christmas. And, you know, I said, you know, what would you like to have? And she's like, I don't know, maybe some seafood. And she brought up lobster tails. So if you know anybody I could get good lobster tails from, please send me a DM. Geek Love Club. Thank you. Um, But yeah, what would your ultimate Christmas dinner be? Like what, no matter what food, it doesn't have to be necessarily Christmas food. It doesn't have to necessarily be like, it could be breakfast. It could be lunch. It could be whatever the fuck. Oh, I mean, what would I you mean, like to see Christmas Eve on the table spread out? It could be Big Macs and fries and your little nice little fucking cutlery and shit. It could be whatever you want. If you're coming from a Jewish family, you're probably going to have your favorite Chinese food place in there. Mm. Um, me personally, uh, I do like a lot of that traditional stuff. Every once, every once in a while, my dad would I, whether it would it would either like if it was it would either be Thanksgiving. Or Christmas. I feel like there was one year he was just like, fuck it. Like, let's get Indian food. Yeah. And uh, we ordered from the Indian oven, which is one of my all-time favorite restaurants. Like, I remember I used to say, like, if I was going to have a last meal, it would be from Indian oven. Um, I w- That would not be my go-to Christmas food. But if I was going to order out mm-hmm. Christmas and okay. just say fuck it to the traditional stuff, the Indian oven. I love the Indian oven. Ordering out. Okay. Oh, they're... Oh, their um, their tandoori chicken is my favorite. I love it. Their dal is really good. Mm. Um, their uh, palak paneer, sag paneer, really good. The garlic naan there is bomb. Yeah. But that's a bit of that's a sidetracking. Well, that's so. your ultimate Christmas dinner takeout. That's, what yeah. is your ultimate Christmas <clears throat> dinner? Just cooking. Carte blanche cooking. Cooking. I do. I like the, the traditional stuff. So I, I do still want. I do still want turkey. Um, but. Um, I, once upon a time, we had uh, turkey with some family friends that actually used to use a syringe with brandy in it and inject the turkey with brandy. Um, and this was way back in the day because now they do kind of have like needle attachments to turkey basters. But no, like this was like straight up medical grade syringe shit. Yeah. It was bomb. Um, <clears throat> more recently... When I have, uh, when we've had a Christmas dinner with my godparents, um, they like to have bacon on top of the turkey. Like, I guess it's oh, like, like a bacon wrapped turkey kind of thing. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. Like a, like a drape, like mm-hmm. there's draping, mm-hmm. um, that keeps it, I think a little bit more moist. I do like that. So yeah, turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, so for one, so for, so just to want to clarify for make sure our viewers and people know. So ultimate Christmas dinner takeout would be Indian oven. Yeah. Ultimate qu- Christmas dinner cooked would be the following, like you're saying, you know, yeah. the, the bacon wrapped turkey or the brandy, you know, injected yes. turkey, you know, the Botox turkey. <laughs> Yikes. Woo. Gross. Um, along with that, though, I, I do like stuffing. Yes. I'm a stuffing guy. Me too. Um, the best stuffing I ever had was done by one of my best friend's moms back in the day. And actually, you met her. So you remember Jana, who we see at JJ Bean sometimes? Yeah. <clears throat> you're like tall, like really nice. Um, okay, that describes sure. a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, you've yeah. met her a couple times. Yeah. Um, she, because I used to, I would have Thanksgiving with them sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and she would put, and actually, speaking of breakfast sausage, she would actually have cut up breakfast sausage in the stuffing, mm-hmm. and it blew my mind. Yeah. Like I flipped out. It tasted so good. Like it's still one of the tastiest things like I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my brother's partner's Brussels sprouts. Uh, are very good. Becky's Brussels sprouts. Like I would definitely weave that in there. Wow. Um, I feel threatened. 
I like, <clears throat> I mean, you don't really have any kind of signature Brussels sprout. Anything I make is signature. I am okay. bomb. Okay. I, I come with the sure. flavor, I come yeah. with the sauce, yeah. and I leave no crumbs. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, so, and then, and then uh, I do like a mashed potato, but it's like, I don't need to get too detailed there. Like, mm. you know, put in some butter. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, garlic for sure, yeah. Okay, you know what, okay. If we're getting the mashed potatoes, I want butter, yeah. and I want roasted garlic in the mashed potatoes. Mm. Uh, we love roasted garlic yes. and, and butter. Um, so the dessert. Um, the dessert I'm going to talk about is something you maybe haven't had before. Okay. Uh, but you may have heard about it okay. once or twice. So there is there is a recipe that has kind of floated around in, in the world of, of uh, you know, um, our, our, our close family friends. You know, we, yeah. we have a couple of families that, you know, have been really close with my family um, since I was born. I'm the youngest uh, mm -hmm. because a lot of a lot of their kids were the same age in the same grade, same school as my older siblings. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're like extended family, mm -hmm. you know, like these people, like one of the families is my godparents. The other family, you know, they're they're basically an aunt and uncle, mm -hmm. you know, like and and um, so anyway, the legendary dessert uh, that was made by um, a really close family friend um, who who passed away. Um, she was she's basically an aunt, mm -hmm. Mary Lee. She used to make sex in a pan. So you've never I've heard, heard of, of it, yeah. but I've never had it. I don't so think. sex in a pan is just like crazy sweet wonderful delicious a like it breaks your brain okay what's it, in it how do you um, like what like give me the layers then. i i'm not even like fully positive i know everything in it i think there's a graham cracker bottom like there's a graham cracker crumb bottom i believe see here's the thing and here's something like i've always said is like there's no desserts like church ladies are have a like there's a specific level of game when it comes to baking or desserts and church ladies are kind of their own thing yeah they're their own game and and um and 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 it's like that's something i i i definitely learned early on in life oh. but yeah sex in a pan uh i think there's whipped cream at the very top there's some kind of like caramelish something or other yeah, so there's cream cheese icing sugar whipped cream and they have in chocolate instant pudding vanilla pudding whipped cream okay i mean i think i think definitely there's different like variations yeah, there's i don't variations. really remember cream cheese per se yeah but yeah mary lee's sex in a pan is yeah the best dessert that i've ever had in my life it is like my go-to like not even like don't kinda, even need to think about it it kind of almost looks like Kind of like tiramisu a little bit. It's yeah, it's definitely it's in the layered dessert like world. Pecans, garlic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, obviously, you, you can make it your own for sure. Okay, okay. And I mean, it's, it's just mostly sugar. Um, cool. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this back to you. Alrighty, well, ultimate my... Christmas dinner. Ultimate Christmas dinner. Um, to be honest, I. I like the traditional foods, I do, but I, you know, I like to zhuzh shit up. I yeah, like to you just, like to get weird. I like to get weird, and like I think it's all the years of just watching the yeah. Food Network and just thinking yeah. I'm a culinary genius who yeah. hasn't tapped into it yet. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is true. Wow. Um, but and you eat it though. You eat my delusion. And, you know, you got to keep the peace. Wow. Um, ultimate Christmas dinner. I would say ultimate Christmas. dinner. You might want to like actually talk towards the microphone. I know. I'm itchy. I'm just scratching my leg. Okay. Um, 
I want to capture this gold. I mean, I'm I'm the biggest fan of this podcast. This is mostly for me. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, for my ultimate Christmas dinner, I think I'd want to do like a really gotta have your sides. I'm a big person on sides. I mm. need my sides. The meat and the main, to be honest, like I like chicken, I like turkey, I like all that shit. But Having a really good ham, and I haven't had a really good ham and like a nice honey glazed ham in a really long time. I know the last time we had a great ham. It was at that Thanksgiving we had with Alex at her house that we like randomly went to and they had ham and it was very good. That was like three years ago. She did the stuffed mushrooms as an hors d'oeuvre. Those are fucking phenomenal. I basically only remember the ham, to be honest. You just blacked out. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, And we brought that crazy good pie. Yes. We did. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. I think having like a really good like honey glazed ham would be phenomenal. Cause I haven't had ham. Like, I, like I don't even really like ham too much. Like, I'm not one to go like get a sandwich with ham. Yeah. But like, I like a good piece of ham on the holidays. Every once in a while. And you, know, I feel like I just haven't had it in so fucking long. Yeah. I'm like, man, give me a little nice piece of honey glazed ham, a little pineapple on a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Um, Going sides. back to that 50s housewife. Oh, 50s housewife, for sure. I mean, don't even get me started about dessert because you know there's going to be some jello with some floating fucking pieces uh, of fruit and shit in there. I don't give a fuck. Um, sides are very important. So I love I love a good potato dish. It needs to be scalloped potatoes or mashed potatoes. And if it's mashed potatoes, they need to be smooth. I need to see the food processor out. I need to see that bitch smooth. Hmm. Smooth. Um, and, uh, with lots of salt and pepper, good flavor, you know, I feel like when it comes to holiday dinners, I don't want to have to reach for the salt and pepper. I want to just have it as is and be good. Um, so that, yeah, definitely a good ham, a good side potato. Um, honestly, I really like incorporating seafood because I feel like with a lot of, a lot of households, traditionally, you don't really incorporate seafood too much. And I mean, we did when I was younger because my aunt only ate seafood. She was a vegetarian. So she only had seafood. So we'd always make like a fish dish, salmon, something. But me, because I can't eat fish, fish, I can eat, you know, like shellfish. I would love to do like a big pot of mussels. Yeah. Or like even like a good thing of scallops or like prawns or something. Well, I totally I spaced it's out. Lighter too. It's not it like is. as heavy, right? True. I didn't I didn't bring up the feast of the seven fishes, which mm. is a kind of like a North American Italian tradition where you just make a bunch of seafood on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we did it. I do like that. That was nice, that, and it was light too because even though yeah. you had a lot of food, it was still really light. And you yeah. didn't feel stuffed. You're as not. Fuck. Yeah, you don't feel like gross. You don't feel like you have to roll out the yeah. fucking door. Oh, and um, we haven't talked about panettone yet. No, we haven't. Oh, it's so good. We'll get there though. We'll okay. get there. Um, what else for Christmas dinner? Yeah, so seafood, a really good ham, a really good. Um, side. I could do without stuffing only because I feel like I OD'd on stuffing for a long time. Fair like enough. To the point where I would just grab a box of stovetop and just make it and mm-hmm. just eat it because mm-hmm. like it was, I mean, it's good. That's but comfort food. That's good comfort food. Well, gravy on that? Shit. Oh, the gravy. gravy. Oh, gravy yeah. Sorry. Is, gravy's a very big important part. Like True. sauce, you need to have the mains. You got to have your cranberry. Just give me a little tart. I mean, if you could do cranberries, that's cranberry sauce that's really tart, I fuck with that. Yeah. Because I like it more tart than sweet. A good thick gravy, like yeah. not super thick where it's like congealed and gross, but like a good consistency, Just smooth, right. you know. Um what else? I do like a good roasted veggie. I really like mm-hmm. a good roasted veggie. So having like a good like 
you know, even doing like a good medley of roasted veggies, get your sweet yep. potatoes, parsnips, beets, onions, mushrooms, whatever, do yep. a nice little roast. Oh, That's nice. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to do that. We're going to. Um, little green bean almondine. listeners i hate green beans don't bring them near me i will throw them out um you're yeah you're the one that eats in this house i like green beans i don't like them um and what else for christmas dinner corn is there corn no, that's maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe, yeah. It's more of a thing. I feel like Christmas to me, it's like when I look at Thanksgiving, I look like look at all the traditional stuff. So I look at the mashed potatoes, stuffing, the bird, all that kind of stuff. But when I look at Christmas, I feel like that's the time to be a little bit more bougie and even get like a really cool cut of meat. Like you get like a rack of lamb or you could get like Ooh. really nice. Oh. Like, even if you could do like a really nice pot roast and really present yeah. it really nicely where yeah. it's like nicely, you know, sliced and Ooh. it's beautiful. Brisket and, would be good You know, too. Some, yeah, like a nice cut of meat. Um, and then I don't do bread. I don't think I've ever done like, I've never been in the household where we've done like a Christmas or a Thanksgiving dinner and had like just bread on the side. Rolls? Like, rolls, no. We never did that. That's odd. Because we always did peas and rice. Okay. So we did peas and rice, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and that was like the three carbs. Mm. Um, so peas and rice, I definitely would want to bring peas and rice because peas and rice are great to soak up gravy. Great. I love, Fair enough. I fucking love peas and rice. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it for dinner. And having a nice fresh salad too. Like I like having two veggies. I like having a roasted veggie and then a cooled veggie. So even having like a nice simple... Even you could even go like a simple fucking mozzarella salad with some tomato, boccaccini, some, you know, basil, oh, the caprese. caprese salad if you wanted to do that. Or even, I mean, Greek salad is a little. Um, Greek salad at Christmas would be. <clears throat> weird. That's a choice. Yeah. Or even, you know, yeah, just get some nice arugula, some nice, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, I can do some roots. Uh, get some, you know, get some shit in there. Get some pecans if you want to, you know, get some Ooh, fucking. Get yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. Get gourmet. Get, get, get cactus salad type shit. Okay. Um. Wow, you don't like cactus salads. Like Cactus Club? Yeah. I just, I don't know that I've, I haven't even been there that many times. No, you don't fuck around cactus. I mean, and plus, like, I make some insane salads at home. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then for dessert, pie. I'm a pie person. Yes. Give me all the pies. You love pie. Don't bring me no pumpkin pie, but bring me everything else. Give me a strawberry rhubarb. If you give me a spiced apple pie, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a good old-fashioned apple pie. Yeah. I'm ready to eat. Okay, well, maybe. Uh, oh, wow, we really have to wrap this up. We have like 30. We wait, don't need 40. to tell the people. We don't need to tell the people. We need to tell the people to send us their ultimate Christmas dinners. Yes. If you want to have nuggets and fries, if you want to have pizza, if you want to make yeah. freaking, you know, okay, you're taking duck. too long. Okay. Email us at markngeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M A R C. Send us your slap of the week. Uh, send us your core values. Send us pictures of your holiday meals and foods and snacks. And smooch of the week. We love uh, love. Send us slaps of the week, smooches of the week. Uh, tell us your ultimate Christmas dinner. Uh, that's all for us. Stay, stay cheeky, stay freaky. You're rushing yourself. Bye. Bye-bye.